0: Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. You turd. To Neil, call 567-0560 toll free for and Broward, or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM.
1: What is a Buffalo Bill?
2: Scalzi, Scalzi, talking on a sports show, trying to be macho, your voice sounds just like a seven-year-old girl, a little sports show, what else are you there for? Scalzi, Scalzi, talking like a baby, who needs a little training. Why can't you understand? You don't sound like a man. Remove the rubber band. That joke your throat comes. Geldi, Geldi, Geldi.
3: Geldi, Gel-D. your lucky management don't care. Cause Gel-D. you don't belong there on the air. And L.D., the sports can't wait till your voice cracks. Cause anyone who sounds like that should find another job. And they should only
2: take you back when both your BBs drop. <laughs> oh, L.D., L.D., when you're gonna grow up, you make us want to throw up
3: <laughs> You silly squeaky fool Go to broadcasting school. You're free, you best boys. Thank you. So I push. You rush. Yeah, I'm sitting here trying to think, over the uh, four hundred years that I've been on the earth, earth,
4: have I ever heard anybody whose voice annoys me more? Who just Absolutely drives nails into my brain. Come
5: on, nails. you can do better than that.
4: Yeah, ma- maybe, maybe the sheik.
5: <laughs> which,
4: which, which was he ever really on the air, or did he just audition him? Or can't you remember uh, that he, far back? He was back? on the air. He actually had a show on the old I. Oh. D. Not for very long though. No. Of course, none of those shows run very long. He was on almost as long as Greg, oh! but not quite. Yeah, the sheik was uh, right in there. He was, oh, man. But, Geldi, I'm, you know, I'm coming to work this morning. I'm driving along, singing a song, just kind of oblivious to everything that's going on in the world, not suspecting that George has got sabotage waiting in the little refrigerator there and got Hershey's cho- little chocolate pieces in there. Why did you do that? Hypocrite. You're always bitching out everybody else for doing that. And I open up the, uh, the little mini refrigerator that my good friend Robert gave us uh, a couple of years ago. Boy, I sure remember Robert, don't I? No. Yes, I do. But at any rate, and I go in there to get my Diet Pepsis and my uh, Soleil water, whatever might be in there, and I see a little bag of Hershey's chocolate, little miniature pieces. I thought I had them hid. Oh, yeah, you I really had, you in had them hidden them. Them very, the the very back. well, right. <laughs> the refrigerator is about the size of most people's ass, okay? So how... how Easy is it to hide something in a refrigerator that
6: size? It's
4: not when you root the... It's the size it. of no the average around, person's rectum. That's there. about how big it is. You're full of crap. So anyway, I'm coming to work this morning. I'm suspecting that I'm going to be here with a sugar shock when I come in. And I'm listening, of course, to uh, this station. Why? I'm not really sure, but I'm listening. And they get to the thing about Edgar Renteria, okay? Now this, for anybody with a brain out there, is just another example of how it continues ongoing, ongoing, ongoing. They keep sticking you right in the rectum. That's right. No matter how big it is, because well, you know he's eligible for arbitration and yada yada yada. And he was only making two and a quarter last year, but he's probably going to get about a million and a half this year. And then uh, Dave Dombrowski will come on tomorrow and peddle some story. Well, at any rate, to make a long story short, there he is as always, as predictable as snow in the North Pole. Okay, a simpering. Suckhole! I, I will never, ever, as long as I live, respect Joe Rose or Jeff DeForest until the day when one or both of them gives Gildy a knuckle sandwich right on the ear Right in the middle of the show. Ow! That's right. I will never have respect for either one of them because how, how anybody can restrain himself sitting there and listening to the, uh, the never-ending simpering suckhole that, that just goes on and on no matter what the situation. Maybe that's his role on the show. Maybe when he was hired, he was told, "We want you to be a simpering suckhole because we heard your voice and we think you won't have to really do much acting. You won't have to do or put on anything. Just be yourself. You'll be a simpering, never-ending suckhole that always like uh, simpers and sucks." Remember that song, "Simpers and Sucks"? Boy, does he get on my nerves. I mean, I don't, you know, it's not personal because I don't know him, know him well enough for it to be personal. It's business. And, man, how these, of course, the sports nerds, like I said, they had the five-year-old kids on there a couple of weeks ago. Hank was uh, en route or something, and uh, they're on there. And the very first call is somebody wants, uh, you know, some advice on who he should bet, the point spread. Will they cover the spread? Well, you know, the overs and the unders, the ins and the outs, the ups and the downs. So when you're dealing with a sports nerd, it doesn't make it, it could be a minor bird. As long as it's somebody on the other end of the phone who's willing to hold a conversation about the same incessant, repet- repetitious, meaningless garbage, they, they don't care. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, but that voice, that voice, that, the sound, it's not only the sound of it, but what's coming out, what he's saying. If he was saying something reasonable with a bad voice, you'd say, well, here's a guy that really knows his stuff. He just got a bad voice. But he's got a bad, irritating voice, and he sucks. He sucks and he sucks and he sucks, and he never stops sucking. God. Well, just once, once in your life, come on there, and stop being a company shill, okay? Just once. Exactly. Enough of the goddamn sucking already, Gildy. Jesus, God, and Joseph. Man. Yeah, I'm sitting here this morning, a captive audience, at about 20 till 10, and I hear that sound. I just, I just cracked the monitor up just a little teeny tiny bit, just to see if we're on the air. When we work on this station, you have to check that out very frequently. And there's that sound again, that just like, just like scraping nails, not on a blackboard, but on your uh, rectum, oh, all over your body, like falling into a river of red ants that are just crawling inside and outside and all over your head and your ears and just everywhere. The sound of that voice simpering and sucking. So anyway, we got you the information first here yesterday, by the way. Oh! Cam Martian is out at Channel 4. You see, this is what happened. He's the one that's going to have to pay for it. Not that he's a great, he's a good guy. I mean, you know, I can handle him even in spite of those lips. But, um, you know, he he never stole a freight train. And I have watched Channel 4 uh, for years by default. But this is the price they pay for f***ing over our good friend Barbara Sloan. Right? There you go. I told you, I told you I'd have Mickey Dane and Schmo Griffin put a goddamn evil curse on you people at Channel 4. And it worked like a charm, like a lucky charm. Their ratings are so goddamn low that you can't find them with the Mount Palomar telescope. And they brought in that uh, that I, I don't know what they saw in her. That Ann Roberts, she is as wooden as a board. She's, no, seriously, she's as wooden as a surfboard. She's just uh, she's she's an old Barbie doll. She's not a Barbie doll that's cute or pretty or that delivers the news particularly effectively or well or interesting. She's just uh, a face. Whereas Barbara Sloan, at least, was here for a while, and she was kind of like had some warmth to her. Uh, Ann Roberts is about as warm as an ice cube. In fact, maybe she knows Hillary. Maybe she's another ice princess. Huh? And we had the news. We had the scoop for you right here first yesterday, boys and girls. Channel 4's early and late evening newscast suffered from low ratings, and they got the assistant uh, news director from Channel 7, and they're going right after them. They're going to go on there, and they're going to put people on hyperventilating and carrying on and hovering over the news desk and hovering over each other. Doing their goddamn best to emulate Channel 7 and that stupid garbage, that swill that they put on and pretend is news with a bunch of fruit flies flitting around like uh, butterflies in heat. Isn't that basically what they do? Thank God they got somebody macho over there, like uh, Rick Sanchez. <laughs> By the way, do you ever tell the stories about how he used to dress up when <laughs> he did mornings? Nine minutes after ten at five sixty, WQM. Our QM van will be out at a location to be disclosed momentarily. We didn't do that great yesterday, and I wanted to address that at a great length today. By the way, about you assholes in Pembroke Pines. No, seriously, I think that there are a lot of assholes. We have many assholes, of course, in town because we got four million people down here. But I, you know, Pembroke Pines, I think, is the center. That's the core. That's assholeville. Is Pembroke Pines, which is why George got out of there. By the way, he used to live there. I used to live there, Pembroke Lakes. And I looked around and I said, boy, what a bunch of assholes. I'm getting out of here right now.
7: Ow! Hi, this is Mari Povich wishing you a happy Hanukkah.
5: ABC may have turned its back on Ellen, but not the gay community. This fall, ABC's latest hit comes out of the closet, The Nancy Boys Mystery. We clean apartments, go to the gym, and solve mysteries. Join the Nancy Boys as time after time they put their asses on the line. Ooh, that almost rhymes. Catch the premiere episode when Bruce's tank top mysteriously disappears at the gym and Lance promises to get to the bottom of things and solve the mystery. You know, Stefan, that old piece of Christmas trash was walking away. I came out of the sauna. I think it's time for a trip, sir. The Nancy Boys Mysteries. They are gayer than gay. Special guest appearance by Richard Simmons. Coming this fall on ABC. Ten
4: fourteen at 560 WQM. So anyway, let's hear some good things about Cambrough Martian, okay? Number one, he never stole a freight train. Number two, he was, like, uh, inoffensive. Other than, it took me a while. It took me about five or six years to get used to the lips which he couldn't help that. Huh? He had big lips. Oh, that's, you know something? That's what I should have played before I started talking about this. I should have played. I'm not going to play the whole thing. A little taste. A little taste of those big, big lips. I'm very proud of my new nose ring. So anyway, like I said, once you got by the uh, lips and his appearance, which wasn't the greatest. See, I don't don't know what it is about me, but if I'm going to look at somebody doing the news. It, they don't have to look great, like Bill Hummer on CNN in the morning, who does look very good. Or they can look like Ralph Rennick didn't look good. I mean, did he look good? No. no he never looked good. Even at birth, he didn't look too good. But it, he was not offensive. He wasn't a grotesque, disgusting, uh, horrendous thing to look at. Was he? No. no he was okay. And Robert, she wasn't attractive. She was very, very much too butch, but uh, she wasn't offensive-looking. No. Uh-huh. But uh, Cambrell, took like, like I said, now that we're finally used to him, I'm used to him. I like Cambrell. He did a lot of good stuff for charity in the community. He's a good guy. He never stole a freight train, and he's out. How come Brian Norcross, that little twit, that little hysteria, and, of course, they don't want to get rid of him because he'll fit right in with their plans now. That's the direction they want to go in, hyperventilating and hysterical. The Rick Sanchez, Brian Norcross, take everything and whip it up into a major controversy and a frenzy routine. And that's the responsible job of doing the news. They don't give a crap about the news or about any other, but they are. The news that works for you, and the article I'm reading here, one of in both papers, by the way, it says it didn't work for them. It may work for us, but it didn't work for them. Their ratings were in the, in the uh, crapper, is what it says. I mean there are people on there who are very offensive, like Jim Barry. See, Cambrell Martian is a black guy, but you don't look at him doing the news as a black guy doing the news. Even though he used to be a sports guy doing the sports, now he's a black guy doing the news. But you don't look at him. Once you get by the lip thing and by the you know, and the name thing, Cambrell may not have if he would have changed his name to like uh John, Ed, Tom, Tom Martian, huh? That would have been a little more acceptable. But Cambrell, you know, when you come right down to it, how many people do we know? I think the culture barrier the cultural barriers in this country are becoming much worse than they used to be. How many guys do you know named Cambrell? Besides Cambrell Martian, is do you know anybody else named Cambrell? No. Could you name if I held a gun to your head, could you name me one other person on the face of the earth named Cambrell? No. How many people I asked this yesterday got no response since the Jets game was just forget about the game, that's not the important thing get with a social significance. How many people do you know named Keyshawn? And see, this is what another thing that gets me about these sports nerds is that they can come up with any ridiculous ca- X- x-ray hip, IB hip, whatever these stupid asshole names are. Oh, yeah. And, and the sports casters and the sports fans. Oh, there's x-ray right over there. There's extra x-ray, whatever his name is. There's the artist formerly known as uh, asshole, whatever it is. But how many people, seriously, do you know named Keyshawn? Do you know anybody named Keyshawn? No. Cambrell?
6: No. Uh, Bawana? I know a couple of latrinas.
4: Yeah, I just uh, hit the latrina on the way before the show, yeah. So Jim Berry, like I said, he's offensive. He's a black guy who wants to be a professional black guy who's always doing his juking and jiving and rapping and crapping, and he's offensive. He's obnoxious. He's disgusting. He is an impediment to Channel 4 News. And immediately when his push comes on there, as soon as he's going to do his make-believe professional black guy sports, I flip to my uh, clicker starts clicking automatically. I've got that locked into my Sony XBR TV that when Jim Barry comes on, under any circumstances, the set just starts going all over the place, any place but until he gets, when he gets off of there, then I go back to Channel 4. I guess they're not going to be impressed over the fact that I was one of the few people that religiously watched Channel 4 News. Like I said, not because it's great, not because I really like it all that much, but because I certainly won't watch that simpering jackass, Tony Cigaretto on Channel 6. He's an asshole. Another uh, sports nerd turned uh, news guy, which is not good enough for him, and he keeps trying to interfere in the sports over there is what we hear. And a real prima donna, along with Jennifer Villapie, who we understand is an even bigger prima donna. And when they get their new studios in Miramar, by the way, she wants to be picked up in a limousine we were reading the other day and brought to and fro and back and forth because we all know that her <laughs> don't stink. That's right. So I certainly wouldn't watch that. I wouldn't watch Channel 7 News under any circumstances, although they do have their own weather ferry, which I think is kind of amusing. And Channel 10, I mean, why is Channel 10 number one all the time in their news? Their news, that it doesn't even cross my mind. That's how much I watch Channel 10 News. It doesn't even enter into my mind, and that was before Diane Magnum did that crappy piece on me. It didn't enter my mind then before, and it still doesn't now. Dwight Lauderdale, since he shaved off the mustache, looks like he got that aging disease. He looks like he's 120 years old. He looks like an old, tired man still doing the news on TV. It's like they propped up Ralph Rennick. They brought him back from the grave, and they propped him up in a chair at Channel 4, which they probably get higher ratings than they got now. And that's what it's like uh, looking at Dwight Lauderdale. And Diane, like I said, with her hair problem. And they just, they just I mean, is there any, like Todd Tungen? That's what they're asking in all the newsrooms all over town every day. Who's Todd Tungen today? But other than that, I mean, he's just a silly goose. The only person I do like over there on Channel 10 News is Don. No. Yeah, he's great. For my money, he's uh, of the of the regular. I don't want to, you know, offend my good friend Weaver, the weatherman, but they stuck him at 3 in the morning. We don't see him anymore. He's a great guy and a great meteorologist, but he's at 3 in the morning. And I don't want to offend my good close personal friend, Bob Soaker, who's also very good, but like, uh, you know, hyperventilates a little bit too much lately, but a good guy. But, Don, uh, is, I would say, the best weather guy in the market. Is there any debate on that? No. Would you disagree with that? No. Okay. Don, what does Don? No. Whatever he knows, he shares with us. He's good. He doesn't hyperventilate. He's not irresponsible. He doesn't whip everybody into a frenzy. He doesn't cause riots in the goddamn supermarkets and hardware stores every time we have a goddamn uh, rainstorm though, is great. Other than that, Channel 10 blows. So the bottom line is, I'm going to go through this long convoluted thing because see what they're trying to do is style instead of like good people like we used to have John Hambrick who was great. He was too professional, I guess. We didn't have room for a John Hambrick in this market because he was a professional news guy who actually had some credibility. He looked like a real serious news guy on there. He was a great guy, by the way, and he's not here anymore. His son is doing the stuff on what channel is it? Whatever channel it is. What channel is that, that uh, Jack Cambrick is on? Is that for? Wherever he is. And he's, he's okay. Don't look too good, but he's okay. But, uh, news in this town, man, it's, it's a joke. There just isn't any news anymore. So, uh, Cambrough, we wish you the best. You're a good guy. You never stole a freight train. did a lot of good stuff for kids and for charity. And he's a good guy and he gets a reward for it by getting stuck in a... Correct. And that's right. And they're going to make him the scapegoat for their failures to put on a real good newscast. And of course, how about that goddamn ham hawk Al Sunshine, huh? How about now giving him a little bit of the blame? Al Sunshine with those disgusting arms of his. Right in the middle of the dinner hour, are we going to watch Al Sunshine? No. Jesus, pointing and pointing. Out. Go point at yourself, okay, you fat fart. Go look at yourself in the mirror and start working on yourself, you fat, chubby piece of turd. Waving those ham hocks. yeah. Uh, right. Shame on you is what I say. Shame on you, Al Sunshine. So there you go. They're shaking it and they're quaking. We got stations moving. Six is where four used to be, and four is where six used to be. And the thing I love about Channel Six is every five minutes they come on and they say, if you can't see the picture, uh, you know, don't you love that? Call our technical analyst, okay? Call up George Corso over QAM. He'll uh, he's got some spirit time. He'll <laughs> work on it for you and the picture too. And of course, if you can't, if you still can't see the picture, just turn on your FM radio, and you can listen to our newscast on FM only by a quirk of uh, you know nature. Here's a call from Hollywood. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
8: Hello.
4: I'm speaking to you, yes. Are you speaking to me? Yes. And? Neil. Yes.
8: Biggest problem with the Dolphins is...
4: Okay. Like I said, we have an open line in Broward in today. He waited 22 and a half minutes for that. Can you believe that? See what I'm saying? We've got 20 hours a day... For these people who have no lives whatsoever, 20 hours every day of your lives, I don't want to hear about Jimmy Johnson. I don't want to hear about Danny Marino. I don't want to hear about the Dolphins. I don't want to hear about the Jets. I don't want to hear about the Bills. I don't want to hear about Bill Cowher. I don't want to hear about any uh, guy punching his coach in the face. I don't want to hear about none of that crap. Okay? You understand? No. No. 22 and a half minutes. I only had to say hello to this guy 16 times before he realized that I was saying hello. And he's giving me a song and a dance. I don't want to hear about that. I want to know how many guys you know named Keyshawn. I want to know what this whole cultural thing is now. I've never had a sa- even even an attempt at a satisfactory explanation of where these black names are coming from in America today. Driving a stake between the races in America with these ridiculous and how many guys let me ask you this. How many guys do you know named Amphony? Huh? Remember Anthony Hopkins? He used to put the lotion in the you right? Anthony Hopkins. And then there was Anthony, uh what was his name? He was in Psycho. Perkins. So last time very good. There's a great letter to the editor, by the way, this morning in the Herald. Very, very short, one of the great letters in the history of letters to the editor. And they put a little headline on it with a you that says the universal language and the S is in this form of a dollar sign, the universal language. And the letter from A. Samuels in Miami Beach says after living in Miami-Dade County for 40 years, I don't speak Spanish, nor do I have to. My money speaks for me, and everybody understands. Ow! Nice going, A. Samuels. That away, way to stick it right in their puss. No speaking upon you, okay? Here, go uh, me $50 million and blow it out your ass. Nice going, A. Samuels. That's the kind of guy I respect who's not going to, like, uh, you know, bend over and wilt under the pressure of a bunch of a uh, banana boat people who don't want to get with the program. Speaking of that, here's Hialeah. Hello.
9: Hey, good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, Piquipani?
4: No, no way, no oh. way, Jose. Oh, okay. How
9: you
4: doing, sir? And we don't want no any more Puerto Ricans here either. Yes, sir.
9: How you doing? I just uh, called to say hello, see how everything's doing. Um, I got a strange Wait, now what
4: does that mean? You call to say hello and see how everything's doing. What what does that mean?
9: Well, I just turned the radio on. Yeah. And uh, I heard you were talking about some strange names. Yeah. I got one for you, uh Shantisha McNair.
4: Shantisha? I know there at least forty women named Shantisha. Oh you do? And four or three guys, yeah. No.
9: Oh, I thought it was the only one. Shantisha? Shantisha McNair.
4: Yeah, who who'd that be?
9: Oh, she used to be a girl I used to go to school with in Jersey. She used to cry all the time. And what do
4: they call her? Tisha? Uh
9: she used to call her crybaby. huh.
4: okay. <laughs> Well, it's a lot easier to call her Crybaby. That's what Johnny Depp said. than call her Shantisha. How you doing, Shantisha? What well, what is this? What is this with these freaky black names? I think what America wants to know. Do we want to know? Uh-huh. We want to know. I think it's some kind of a goddamn code, is what I think. Is it getting warm in here? Or is it my imagination? Huh? Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm getting all worked up to a frenzy already this morning. So anyway, we raised a very mediocre six hundred and ten bucks in Pembroke Pines and wherever else we were yesterday. That's the two locations combined. I told those guys they should have stayed where the hell they were. <laughs> so, And we got 247 bucks in the mail this morning, which I thank you profusely, by the way. 857. So our uh, ongoing total is 85,796% of one. And we still have seven of the borders yet to report in for last week, just like we also have yet to get my check from uh, what you call it for last week, from Miami last week. But it is the holidays, and that's a good excuse why things are slowing down a little bit. But I'm sure that Carol will have some information up to date for us any minute now on that fax machine. Right, Carol?
0: Oh, boy. It's a battle, but we'll win it. <laughs> where do you find Ed Kaplan? Right where you got it. Sports Radio You bought 5- that candy, you
10: little shit?
4: It's me again, Bob. Douche when you're done. How do you like that? He's buying candy and bringing you. I thought somebody gave it to him, and trying to pawn it off. Yeah, like named Keyshawn.
3: Just like the ones I, used to know.
4: I think white guys ought to start naming their kids Keyshawn. The were trim
3: and so very long ago.
4: I think Goyam ought to start naming their kids Yitzhak. Sounds good.
3: With every four sails high, I ride. May your days be merry and bright.
11: Roman fell asleep.
3: I got a lot of stuff. I got to
11: get in between the bits for Too much stuff.
3: May.
4: Well, we were just reminiscing, we put a show because we have some, um, was it Tracy? You that send me all these carpenters, we mastered, we digitally, uh, and I love the carpenters, of course, even though it's embarrassing to admit that, but, uh, you know, something, we were thinking, if, if Elvis would have just shared some of that food that he overweight with Karen Carpenter, they might both still be alive today. You ever stop and think about that? You ever think about no. it? No. I mean, Elvis even sounds like a normal name. We know several Elvis uh, grew back, there you go, although he's another stupid jock. But we know a few people named Elvis. But Keyshawn, and uh, what was the one he gave us, Botswana? Here's uh, West Palm Beach. Hello.
12: Neil, how are you today? Okay, sir. uh, One thing, I do know one Keyshawn. Really? Yes, I do. But he also is a dark neighbor.
4: Yeah, oh, you have a dark neighbor.
12: Yeah, but he's only four. I think he was just named after the football player
4: is isn't that pathetic. That's what we need is a lot more people named after football players like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, whose name was like Bob Smith when he was born, but he's, uh, you know.
12: Yeah, I called Georgia, so it was okay since I couldn't get through to my congressman if I got to talk to you about Clinton for a minute. Yeah. Could this be any more pathetic? Listen,
4: they don't care that even Eliana Gross-Leighton, Seventy and eighty and ninety percent of the people that are calling their congressmen are saying no to impeachment, and they don't give a crap. In fact, the, the people are saying one thing, and the more they say that, the more these assholes are moving in the opposite direction, according to what I'm reading this morning. are they of their minds.
12: Do they forget what happened November 3rd? Uh-huh. And do they think that's not going to happen again? Uh-huh. If you
10: think that the, the voter apathy is, you, you,
4: know, this- you know something. In a way, this is probably even though it's going to make for a lot of months of grief and the bullcrap on TV. And since the OJ trial's over already, I mean, uh, it'll keep people off the streets. Even though we're going to have to go through all of that, the fact is there is no chance he'll be convicted in the trial in the Senate. And come 2000, all of these right wingers and even the moderate Republicans are going to get us sucked into this. They're all going to say goodbye to them because don't forget, gonna- the House gets the whole House gets reelected every two years.
12: But what's going to happen is that the voter apathy that you've seen for the last umpteen hundred years is going to be gone so yeah, quick. they're, they're going
4: revol- to be a revolution because the people are going to be fired up and pissed off. They can't, this, this is unacceptable.
12: Absolutely. And they're going to find out the right wing is going to get what they've needed all this time, and that's yeah, the hard arm and the left, uh, the hard left arm. Absolutely correct, sir. Neil, can we make one request for yeah. Palm Beach? Anything you want to play. Okay. We love you.
4: Thank okay. you, Okay. Have you. a great life. How about That's for Palm Beach. I'll tell you what, here's something for Pembroke Pines. <laughs> boy, they hate me in Pembroke Pines. What have I ever done to them? I mean, George and I both moved out of there. Maybe that, Maybe they are holding that against us. Could it be that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Not too big on us in Pembroke Pines. We had an intersection yesterday when you told me that they went to Pines and, uh, where the hell was it, University? Uh, yeah. To the Hooters, trying to pick up some uh, ugly chicks over there that can't get laid by anybody else. When you told me they were over there, I thought, boy, that, that's a busy intersection. And I would say 95% of the people that hang out in that area, like I said, 82% of those people speak English. About 40% of them actually speak English in that part of the uh, town. 20 or 30%. And that they went over there and they couldn't raise enough money to even uh, get laid, as a matter of fact. That's what they were trying to do. Or maybe that's where the excess went. Maybe the cash money that they got, maybe that all went to, uh, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh. Boy, because I noticed it kind of ended abruptly yesterday. They did not hang around to get their $1,000 yesterday over there at Hooters. So Sam and Chris, the nephew, they'll be uh, taking the and van out today. And we better, is it Crawl Springs? And we decided that for sure. We'll let you know the exact location. We'll be in Crawl Springs, okay? And in between your gang meetings and your gang bangs up there, I'm hoping that some of you can take some time out and help us out and pick up your best of the old merchandise, your CDs and cassettes and T-shirts and whatever other. And we got some crap to give away to you, some dolphin T-shirts and uh, whatever else. Some of the ones that say Keyshawn sucks on the back. Keyshawn. I wish I had a a list of all the idiotic names. In fact, what's, wait a minute. What's that one name? What is that one name that uh, Dave Hyde mentions in his uh, caustic column this morning? Nice going, Dave. A column almost worth uh, reading. Was it in there? Oh, please don't tell me it's not. Oh, yeah, here it is. Ihiani Uazuki. Yeah, he's another dolphin. A dolphin. uh, What do they call him? Hey you, that's what they call him. Hey bro, like I said, anybody says hey bro, you know that's you know immediately he's an asshole. That's right. That went out with knickers, okay? That went out with two-piece men's bathing suit. Hey bro, trying to be cool. P- see, people who try to be cool and hip are about as cool as a frog's fart. <laughs> Here is Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. You're a disgrace to the Jewish religion. Yeah. And and, ha- and oh. happy Hanukkah. Okay, thank you. Okay, we have an open line at Broward, five six seven, very weak intent, by the way, sir. Five six seven, oh five sixty, pound five sixty on the mobile one line. I'm only a uh only a uh, culinary Jew, okay? Only, I'm only into the deli, so leave all the rest of the bum ICs to somebody else. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi.
3: I'm just calling to answer a question about the name.
4: Yes, what is that? What do that be?
3: I'm a black person and we don't even know.
4: So. You know you see. Even the Spartans don't know. How do you like that? Oh
3: it's like a very, I don't know. They I name, think
4: it's a plot. They name
3: their kids Tiwanika and all these.
4: Tiwanika. How you doing, Tiwanika?
3: <laughs>
4: and kids, Oprah. What kind of a name is Oprah when you come right down to it? The kids
3: can't even spell their own
4: names. Right. They can not even spell Sarah, much less uh, Tiwanika. <laughs> they can't even say it. <laughs>
13: well, oh, how, how can I say that? No?
4: And I'm back to you. Thank you. There's a dark, complected lady, and she's chuckling about it because she's thinking, you know something, you got a point, mister, uh, you honky bastard over there. I don't even know myself what it's all about. Just because somebody one day told you if, if your complexion is darker than, like, four on the Erector scale, then you've got to come up with some afro kind of name or something. Keyshawn. And these sports assholes. Oh, did you see that play Keyshawn made? What? what? What is that? What language you be speaking? You know, when we get into that bilingual thing, which I certainly don't want to do again, unless uh, we read that letter for the editor, that was great from A. Samuels on Miami Beach, but you ever talk about that thing, let, let's slow down a little bit. Because if you're talking Keyshawn and Kiwanika and this bullcrap, crap, you do not be speaking English. You do not even be speaking Sanskrit. I say, let's go back and start speaking Latin is what I say, okay? Let's have a Latin revolution. We're not talking Latin as in Hispanic. We're talking Latin as let's put the togas back on. Oh, and speaking of that, I got that great article about, where is it? Oh, leave it to my friends, the Dutch. Oh! They know their crap, baby. So is Al Goldstein back in town, or is he off flying around again? By the way. Correct.
6: Huh? Yes, you had had another... Another and by the way, the people calling up with their wonderful names. Yeah. Thing, yes. That don't want to go on the air and talk to you. They're just going to call and tell we'll me.
4: they be able to get a free dial tone.
6: Mm-hmm. And one
4: of those too for the holidays. There you go. There's a free from WQM for the holidays. Twenty-one before eleven at five sixty WQM. That's
8: if... for. I got the mail.
4: That's what I mentioned, Norman Fell was dead, by the Norman Fell.
14: Springer
3: with the in his hand, exploiting assholes and homos every day on TV. he take happy a taxi the So it you like the kind of show designed for like you, and if you watching that kind of show, you It's such a choice with all the white trash like and the picking of the fighting is holy.
14: And you know, the justification after
3: every altercation. on the show so bad as hell, can to hell. He's a to
15: he to stop and think it the station,
14: lot of
15: all his
4: time uh, it. Uh, in particular, uh, Willie Mays, Roy uh, Cantano, uh, Jim Brown, uh, Bobby Mitchell, Jesse Owens, I mean, Jesse, like, uh, you know, not that uncommon of a name. But They all had, like, real names, and they were black. Huh? Willie Mays. Willie McGee. Bob Gibson. There was no, like, Keyshawns. There was no uh Tishawanas, There was no uh, Cambrell. Oh, excuse me. See, I think that was his problem. Cambrell Martian. Both names that we can't relate to. One out of this world and another one just out of your mind. I mean, does, seriously, do you know anybody else in your life named Cambrell? Is anybody out there? No. Now the one guy said he knows another Keyshawn. Which I doubt very seriously. Here's Orlando. Hello, but he's four years old and named after some jock. Orlando. Is this Paul Isle? Hello? Oh god. How sad. How very sad. Open line and date, five six seven, oh five sixty and pound five sixty. You know, it's it's really amazing to me and very disturbing. That the people in Orlando, of all the parts of the state, the radio groupies there, those are the ones when they call us, they want to talk to us about boring Bob Lassiter uh-huh. and about people that nobody ever heard of in this market and nobody cares about. That, that it seems to be like an obsession with those poor people. And I can understand that because they have nothing even even closely resembling real radio, or I shouldn't have said that, up there in Orlando. It's, it's a mythical, it fits in with a whole Disney-ish uh, thing, you know, fantasy land. But almost 90% of the time we get a call from up there. It's somebody like this asshole with his Paul Lyle droppings. Okay. How's Paul Lyle doing by the way? He's still in Buffalo. No. Here's a Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, how are you doing, Neil? Okay, sir.
13: Uh, you know, it's, it, although it's not a black name, how about Lawton? You know I any mean? people named Lawton? Lawton. Like like Lawton Charles.
4: You mean any living people named Lawton? No, no, no not no, anymore. No, no. no
13: more. But uh. How about know.
4: how about No. Do you
13: know that, any he-coons? That, that Like like Hercoons? Like
4: that? Yeah, oh, Okay, like I, that. I
13: But no, on, on the black names, so. though. How many people you know named Shaquille? Shaquille?
4: Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I like Shaquille. And then of course, you
13: know, there's always Edgerin. And always eh, Ar- no, Edgerin.
4: Edgerin. Edgerin. You'll be getting it right there, sir. Edgerin.
13: I'm sorry,
14: now, do I'm you think be...
4: that maybe? you think that somebody screwed up when it, like like Anthony? Do you think that maybe yes. they really meant Anthony and they just didn't quite get it? Well, maybe I... they had a hearing problem, just like with Edger, and Maybe it was like Edgar, you know, like Ray Allen Small. Because, of,
13: because of the big lips, that's what it is. Is that
4: what it is? That's it gets what... in the way.
13: Yeah, exactly. And then uh-huh. you got Owazike, You already talked about him from the Dolphins. And then even when you talk what about what is the...
4: his name, Owazica?
13: Uh The last name's is I I can't even pronounce the first name. I think it's just Z Q R Z. Z Q
4: X Q L R N X.
13: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Uh, and you know, I, you know, I used to know a girl uh, that was up in the north area. She was one of the uh, dark colored girls. Her name was Ungadi.
4: Oh, I like that.
13: You know, you gotta love that. You know how it's was spelled?
4: Was she was she kin to John Gotti?
13: <laughs> I think so. But you know what it was spelled? Yeah. U n k a z y r
4: x q n. Okay. Have a great uh, <laughs> Have a great Kwanzaa. Okay. Get out of here. Prince Klaus, Untie's latest fashion trend. Here's my Dutch story for the day. This is great. Leave it to those Dutch, baby. They're the best. With a simple tug of a tie, a Dutch prince has touched off a revolution in the Netherlands. In a speech opening, a show of African fashion, speaking of Afroconers, Prince Klaus ceremoniously wriggled free of his Windsor knot, yanked off his navy blue necktie, and tossed it rather inelegantly inelegantly at the feet of his wife, Queen Beatrix. A snake around my neck, the 73-year-old prince snarled to a standing ovation. Reporting the story that evening, one TV anchorman peeled off his tie in solidarity, so did the sportscaster. Now, one week later, Klaus is a folk hero, and an open-collar has never been more in vogue in the Netherlands. The phenomenon already has a name, Klaus-drophilia, which celebrates the prince for denouncing ties. I also suffer from Klaus-tie-phobia, uh so I'm shouting for joy at the Prince's Call for Ban on Neckties says Wouter van Winden a businessman in the central city of Delft was quoted as saying in Monday's De Volkskrant newspaper No piece of clothing combines so little function with so much potential to show bad taste he said For me a necktie is like a dog leash both symbolize a limit on freedom why uh, why else does Nelson Mandela never wear one Amen says Klaus who proclaimed the South African president the best dressed man I know during Wednesday's fashion show at the Royal Palace in Amsterdam that, that even a prince could find a tie of royal pain has resonated across Holland, where neckwear remains the standard in business, but is no less loathed. The necktie as a nemesis has internet chat rooms abuzz over Klaus and his fashion statement, which the German board prince dubbed the Declaration of Amsterdam. Oh! There you go. More freedoms in Amsterdam, free from that goddamn noose around your neck. Because, you know, I see a guy with a necktie on, you know the first thing I think? He's an asshole. That's right, that's what I think. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello?
1: Neil, yes, these, sir. These black
9: parents—they're trying to make a statement or something. And what is but,
4: the, What is the statement?
9: Uh, that uh, I don't know that black is beautiful or whatever. But but anyways, they named black their kid. Black is
4: kids, beautiful because your name is uh, T- uh, T- Tawana.
9: Wait a second. Um, so so anyways, they they named their kid Tamika. Now all through her life. She has to fill out application that she sends in and everything. And if somebody's just a hint of a prejudice, mm-hmm. we're gonna throw that one away. Yeah. And, and I, I, I've I've yeah, always heard about is just it. like
4: Tammy. I mean, Tammy's pretty simple. What's wrong with Tammy? Well, it's Tamika, good enough for Debbie Reynolds.
9: To meet Washington. So 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 anyway, you know, I've always thought of this, and you're the first person who's brought this out to life. And and, and uh, thank God for me. Thank God for you. And, and also honors. too, and also too with with Clinton. Um, most of the evidence gathered against him is, is illegally gotten uh, evidence. So, so what kind of statement
4: is that? Well, you're, uh, now you're nitpicking. You're uh, starting too many facts. We don't like that. <laughs> have a great talk, All right. Don't confuse us with the facts. And you'll notice there was no investigation. All they did was take Kenneth Starr and take his report and have him come on there and parrot the same crap over and over again. And then they had a bunch of legal scholars, and half of them said one thing, and half of them said the other thing, and there was no investigation of anything. Oh, yeah, well, it was perjury, and he did this, and be put, and uh, the public says we can't stand it. It's like Geldy's voice. In fact, that would be a good that's our poll question for the day. Which is more annoying the ongoing impeachment bullcrap or Gelddi's voice? Now that's a tough choice for me, personally. No, actually, it's no contest. Geldy's voice. Seriously, he, he just he drives me up the wall, that child. He just he just and, and, and what makes it even worse is that A, there are people listening to him who believe he belongs on the ear, and B, there are sponsors that he's doing commercials for. He's doing commercials. And as soon as I hear that voice of credibility Oh, how's that restaurant doing where we got the free meal, by the way? Remember that place? Okay, here's uh what does that say on there? What does that say above where it says mobile? I can't... Uh... Oh, it just
6: says Miami in a whole bunch of places because it was screwed up. Oh, I see.
4: Like I said, here's Miami in a whole bunch of places.
6: Hi,
10: Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, did you read that story this morning about the uh, murder-suicide in Wyoming and the sheer stupidity of the woman that did it? No. It was unbelievable. This woman is having an affair with her principal across the street. Yeah. So she decides to kill her husband. So she wants to make it look like an intruder did it. So she goes and she ties up her kids with the ski mask on the two young kids, and she disguises her voice. Then she goes in, she shoots her husband twice, slits his throat, stabs him in the heart, and runs outside, and they end up, yeah, and they end up, she ends up killing herself two days later because when the cops came in, both of the
9: kids said, thought that was mommy and she was playing a game.
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> that's how they, and
9: that's how
10: they got it. I mean, that's the stupidest thing huh. I've ever heard in my life.
4: Yeah, evidently not a real good disguise. Okay, thanks for the good news, sir. Nice going, sweetheart. One more, please, for yourself. We have an open line in day. There's a lot of sick people out there. I don't want to tell you that. Boy, I was driving home from the track last night after a traumatic night at Pompano Park, and I'm driving out there. That's got to be one of the most irresponsible bunch of people, the people driving west on Sunrise Boulevard at late at night. People driving east ain't doing too good either. But the people driving west who think that they're driving off like into Wyoming or somewhere, you know, into the uh, wide-open spaces, Hey, I hate to break the news to you. Number one, I'm not impressed with your Altima with your souped-up engine in it. Okay, but if you want to go 90 miles an hour on Sunrise Boulevard where the speed limit is 40, be my guest. Just get the hell away from me, okay? That's number one. I mean, I'm talking about seeing people doing things that, and it just goes through my mind as I see them doing it, antisocial. They are doing things in their cars, their behavior. They're like racing you. They're going like, can you go 100? Yes, I can go 155 in my Corvette. I don't want to go 155 on Sunrise Boulevard, okay? They're just doing things like they're in them stoned out of their minds. They're just crazy, all of the above. And we got people walking around named uh, Keyshawn. And they're going to be people saying, well, what will be wrong with that? You some kind of a bigot? Is that the problem? Uh Yeah, I I don't like that name. I'm bigoted against certain names. Like uh, Nelson, for example. That's a terrible name. It's a horrendous name. There are certain names that are good names, like, uh, you know, Tom and Dick and Harry and Sally. What? Bill. Bill. Bill is good, like Buffalo Bill.
6: is very good. It puts
4: the lotion in the basket. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. Oh, and by the way, speaking of this, I want to tell you what a bunch of nerds, because... See, here it is. We've been here almost exactly here. Do you realize it's almost time for our one-year anniversary here on WQAM? That's going to be a party to put an end to all parties, baby. We'll spend all day on the party on December 30th. Yeah, two weeks. It'll be one year we've been on air in this joint. And there's still a whole bunch of these punks over there in the other building that I've never seen yet or met or, uh, quite frankly, don't care. Some of those five-year-old sports nerds. And the rumor has it, I don't want to say that Joe Costello told us, but rumor has it that some of those two-year-old sports nerds over there think that that bit with the Buffalo Bill thing and it puts the lotion in the basket, which every time I play it, George and I fall on the floor and pee on the floor in our pants. They think that it's not funny that it's, what was the word? Creepy. 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 Rhymes with pee okay? Boy, you, I'm telling you, some of those kids over there, where did they find these losers, these silly people with the bad, bad voices? That's one thing they share in common, boy. They got bad voices. They made me real nice kids, although I you have my doubts. But, boy, talk about bad voices and one-dimensional. One-dimensional. And if I have to hear any more of Jimmy Johnson's press conference, I know we couldn't get Hank on yesterday, one of those rare a.m. <laughs> technical problems from Ashula's right off the bat. So instead, they wind up playing Jimmy Johnson's press conference for about four and a half hours there until Hank could, we could get it on the air. And then like 10 minutes later, after Hank does his first segment, we go to a commercial break, and here's the sports update. And what do they play? More of the same crap from Jimmy Johnson's press conference. Oh, my God. It was, a, it was creepy is what it was. 10.56 at 5.60, WQN. Leo Rogers got Okay, start taking some notes. Come on, everybody.
3: Yo, look here, man. We gonna
11: play a game.
3: Say what?
11: We be flipping shit around. Flip the air. Antiponic be the name.
3: Yo, what you talking about? You
11: take a funky dope word. Like
3: old boy. And bust
11: some skills to make it round. Got a book of skills? Check out what I've been kicking.
3: What you talking about? You have it down in no time. Show up. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, up. Diesel, for man, I've done it let me do homie Homie,
11: homie, so homie, Ho, dan, Be Yo, it's me Anthony And i Anthony That's Anthony, that Hold Anthony Who dat oh. ho? Ho, ho, dan, Be that so
14: Oh.
11: Be so 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 Now try a look for Buck stop that potential
3: it all we buck, buck so
4: I just come up with a great idea, by the way, all you people who have named your kids horrendous, grotesque names that they'll never be able to pronounce, that people will laugh their asses (laughs) off at them the rest of their lives. Instead of giving like candy, instead of giving some stupid toy as a holiday gift, get a big holiday card. And inside that card, when the little kid opens it up this year at Christmas or Chinooka time, they open it up and there's a brand new birth certificate with a real name on it. That's right. You're no longer Anthony, You're like uh, Tony. How do you like that? All right. Yeah, you're no longer uh, Tibonica. You're uh, Sally. What do you say? All right. There's a great gift you could give. I'm going to tell you, parents that name their kids horrendous, grotesque names like Moon Unit Zappa and idiotic things like that. Of course, you know, too much drugs was the problem there. We understand that. At least those are funny. No, they were not. Yeah, they're no funny way. if they're somebody else's name. Yeah, exactly. If they're your name, they're not so goddamn funny, Mr. O.K. And how about Moon Unit's uh, brother? Kakamoon. Yeah, Unit. Dweezil. Yeah, Dweezil. I think I once worked with him. I think uh, under the name of Steve Nickel. We have an open line of date, 5670560, Pond 560 on the AT&T line. Sam and Chris are on their way to, uh, not San Jose, but to Coral Springs. And we'll let you know the uh, location with the best of your stuff. I'd, I'd sure like to get some. I don't want to start pitching again. I'd like to get some stuff from Carol from uh, Center One so we can really, you know what I'm saying? I'm really trying to get that thing up to hundred grand, and I know we can smell it now. Do you ever get close to something really good, you get so close you can smell it, you could almost reach out and touch it? And we got that appearance at the Borders and plant, in Sunrise. I keep calling it Plantation, but on that side of the street, I guess it's uh, Sunrise, whatever the hell it is. You know where it is, on Sunrise Boulevard, Saturday, noon to 2. So by the end of that thing on Saturday, we it should be a piece of cake like falling out of bed in the morning. Do have 90 grand with two weeks to go? We'll make that 100 grand easy. But we just need to keep pumping away and pumping away. And if anybody can do that, Sam and Chris, they're the guys to keep doing it. Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello.
10: These blacks are so fed up with the white man. That's why they named him Keyshawn. Is it really? And Jamal. And yeah, Jamal. And Shaquille. Shaquille? Ch- yeah, whatever the hell they name their damn kids. Yeah. And that's
8: the problem. They're, 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 that's, they hate the white man, basically. And that's okay, terrible.
4: thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, there you go. There's the answer for you. They hate the white man, so we don't want no honky names no more. We've got to invent our own names, like Isidore. Is there anybody know any black guys named Isidore? No. I mean, you know, there are names that tend to be like David. David is sometimes it's a Jewish name, sometimes it's a Goyish name, but it's a very Jewish name. Michael. Michael can be a Jewish name, can be an Italian name. Uh, there's some Goyim named Michael, but, uh, it's a very Jewish name. There are names that are like, uh, Tom. There are not too many Jews named Tom. Ed. There was Eddie Fisher. There may be a couple of Eds who are Jewish. Ed is a pretty Goyish name, et cetera, okay? But there are names that, like, are not difficult to spell. It's not difficult, you know, to, to know what to call somebody. I mean, it's got to be a pain in the ass. You start going to uh, school, and your name is like uh, Tiwanika. Okay, what do we call you, huh? His name is Keyshawn. What do we call him? He's an asshole. Okay, that's easy enough. We have an open line in uh Dade County, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. How about, and let me say one other great thing about Rootscrest Steakhouse, by the way, since it's uh, one of our fine sponsors, and since I, we just ate there on Thursday, and since it is so outstanding. One of the things that I love, is a great restaurant where you don't have to dress up. I, I don't like. I'm, I'm not one of those people that's into a putting on a tie and a big. In case you haven't noticed, <laughs> I'm like not, not. It doesn't. It doesn't impress me. It's uncomfortable. It doesn't add anything to the ambiance of the occasion. In fact, going into a great restaurant, like for example in Vegas, you can go into the fanciest restaurants in Vegas and never have to dress up because it's a tourist joint. They don't want to force you to. They'll take your money. Thank you. You can go to the Rosewood Grill, which is very expensive and very fancy schmancy, and dress like a slob. They don't care. Even Norma Kent came in there and ate on my tab, of course, one time a few years ago. Dressed like, I mean, talk about dress like a slob. I mean, so slovenly that even I was embarrassed, and that takes a lot. Did they have any problem with it? No. I couldn't care less. Okay, we'll take your credit card, please, and there, there you go. They don't care. That's what I love about Ruth Chris. You can go in there dressed up all right, like, or you can just go in there dressed like a real slob. I don't like restaurants where they have that, you know, jackets and ties required for men, and like evening gowns for ladies or whatever. I don't like that. It's pretentious. It's horse crap. And if I'm going to spend my money in your joint, how dare you tell me how I have to come dressed?
6: You if I want to wanna, keep the riffraff out, you know. Oh yeah, right.
4: If I, I want to come into it, listen. I want to tell you something. What the hell's the name of that goddamn uh, seafood restaurant in Boston? We were eating a couple of years ago at this very, oh, in fact, uh, we're going to get one out there by, uh, by I me, mean, by the sawgrass. It's a chain. What the hell is the name of that very, very, uh, legal seafood, it's called. It's a great seafood joint. They got the, you know, the really great New England chowder and dynamite. We were eating in Boston one time downtown in legal seafood, and there was a guy in there who looked like they had just scraped him from the bottom of a dumpster sitting in the corner. And this guy is ordering and ordering. I mean, he, he had the money to pay for it, obviously. But you talk about dressed. I mean, this guy, he he might maybe he wasn't a burlap set now that I think about it, but he had the money and he was uh, paying for it and uh, just eating and eating up a storm. Did anybody care? No. No, he didn't smell too bad. He wasn't cutting too much cheese, so who cared? But like I started to say before I was so rudely interrupted, if I'm gonna pay you to come in and eat your food, how you have the audacity to tell me how I gotta dress? I gotta put on a goddamn necktie to come in and sit down and feel like I'm gagging and choking while I'm supposed to be sitting there enjoying a meal? Please don't insult my intelligence by unless you're, you know, one of those snooty people with your nose way up in there that's too good for the rest of us, that you're really enjoying your dining experience with one of those joints. Where you have to have a suit and a tie and you feel like you're in a goddamn zoo, like you're in a straight jacket. How can you enjoy a good meal and being a real pig when you're sitting there with a straight jacket and your mobility is limited? Got it? So there's the two things we learned already today and it's not even noon yet. Don't name your kids a bunch of stupid jackass names and don't be telling me what to wear in your restaurant. Got it? Uh huh. Good. Eight minutes after 11 at 560 WQM.
16: They're smoking it out in the
17: Everglades.
18: This is Debbie. Oh, hi Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done.
17: Okay.
18: And some body contouring and some liposuction.
17: Mm Mm-hmm.
18: And I was wondering if you get some tummy tuck. And uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic, breast surgery, face lift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What
3: would you like to start with?
18: Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my uh, my thing.
17: Okay, we don't do that.
18: No. Could you do breast implants, though?
3: Uh, It can be done, but mm-hmm. I don't know what they would do it right puts away.
18: the lotion in the basket.
3: hmm How much? Uh, 5000
18: Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced too. uh mm-hmm. Laser surgery.
12: Mm-hmm.
18: Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy?
12: Excuse me?
18: Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman?
17: Well, we'll have to see you first, and yes. then upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you.
18: Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy?
17: Uh, If you'd like to,
18: it puts the lotion in the basket.
17: Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay. Um, there is a hundred dollar consultation fee.
18: That's fine.
17: Okay. Okay.
18: Um, my name is Buffalo Bill.
17: Okay, let me get a little information from you. Okay, just one moment. It puts
18: the lotion in the basket.
17: I understand.
18: It puts the lotion in the basket.
17: Do you want to come in for a consultation for advice? It puts of-
18: the lotion in the basket.
17: Uh, okay. Would you, would you like to make an appointment or do you want to call me back? Or? It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've that. got
18: my skin suit nipple
17: necklace.
18: Bill. It puts the lotion in the
14: basket.
17: I understand that. Would you like to It make
18: puts an- the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you in the tram. Okay. It puts the lotion in the basket. Hello.
4: <laughs> yeah, pretty creepy, if you ask me. I'm gonna tell you, some of those kids over there in that other building, they, they really need help. You know, they need assistance. Oh, anybody who has seen a movie and doesn't just pee in their pants when they hear that, maybe, maybe after the first six thousand times, it might lose some of its impact. I don't think so. And if you haven't seen the movie, what are you waiting for, for Christ's sakes? Tony Hopkins says he never made more than one or two decent movies in his whole goddamn life, and that was one of the good ones, so you better go out and rent it, okay? Oh. We have an open line of date, 5670560, pound 560, on the A&T uh, N-T wireless line. Here's Deerfield. Hello. Deerfield.
5: Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I've got one on these uh, crazy names. Yeah. I was in the hospital with my wife when we were having uh, one of our children seven uh, several years ago, I overheard these two black women talking about what they were going to name their daughter, and the one woman said while well, she was giving birth she heard the most beautiful name, and that's what she decided to name her daughter, and the name was Placenta.
4: Mm, lovely.
5: Isn't that nice? How you be doing, Placenta?
4: <laughs> I like it. It's got a nice ring to it. There
5: okay, you go. Okay, thanks
4: for the good news, pal. Placenta. We have an open line in day one in Broward, 567. How you be doing, Embryo? Hey, M. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Hank will be at the Sporting Bruise at two o'clock today. Hopefully, we'll get that on the air, so we don't have to hear Jimmy Johnson's press conference again for half an hour. And then at six, we got the booster, and we got Eddie K and the Compulsive Neurotic G A Gambling Show at ten o'clock tonight. Here's a lady mobile in Miami. Hello.
2: Hello. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know, I'm a black woman, and my, my husband is a white male, and we've been contemplating a couple of names for, the, for our son, uh, the little boy we're having.
4: Not Keyshawn. You no,
2: know, no, no, not, not Keyshawn. Not x No, <laughs> No, not actually, not Deshawn or anything like that. I would like to name him Reese. What do you think about that? What is it? Reese. Reese? Reese.
4: R-E-E-S-E as in Reese's?
2: No, no, not as in Reese's piece. It's like Reese, like maybe R-H-Y-S. That's how I thought it spelled one.
4: R-H-Y-S?
2: right Yeah, exactly, and it was pronounced Ree. It was like an old English kind of name.
4: Mm-hmm. That's not too bad.
2: That's not too bad. What do you think about that? My husband I, I, thinks like we might we could name him James, but that's still very common. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. But I, I want to ask you a question though. What? Why did you think that these names are? I mean, personally, I also think these names are very outlandish. These like Tishon and Dishon and Timwanika and all these other kind of things.
4: Tishon, yeah, I like that. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I wouldn't. I personally would never name my kid something like that, but. What I'd like to know is why why is it that they should name their kids that? Why is it so normal to name it like something like James or Alex? Are they just because
4: their Anglo names? Is that what you're saying? Well, it's like it's like with a like with a pet. I mean, not everybody can name their dog Skippy or uh, you know, Tiny or whatever the dog might be. But but I think when you start naming your pet like uh, you know, a uh, uh, bizarre, weird, strange uh, um, you know, I think people start looking at you like well, you need some assistance.
2: I think, I think that... In, in addition to which,
4: like I said before, your pet, don't have to worry about it because your pet's a dumb or whatever it is, but your kid has to live with it for the rest of his or her life.
2: That I agree with. I agree with that. For that one simple reason, I think that you shouldn't name your kid these wild outlandish names because, to be honest with you, when I meet someone and their name is something like, you know, Tim Wanika or something that I can't even pronounce, let alone spell, yeah. I have to wonder. But, I mean, I, I think, you know, people might tend to think that it's like a racist fear that you're taking when you say that, well, you know, they're, they're crazy names. And I don't think that you're saying, I just but think where, you're
4: saying where, where, that. But where does it come from? Where do these names, where did this well, all start? I mean, I like like I, I said before, most black people used to have the same names in this country as white people, you know, like Tom and Joe and Jim and uh, Mary and whatever. And now all of a sudden, oh, I shouldn't have said Uncle Tom, that was bad. But uh, now, we're all, all of a sudden, it became like a fad and somebody convinced black people that if you don't name your kids all these bizarre, weird names, you just ain't happening, man.
2: Well, personally, I think they're making them up. I have to be honest with you because they're not African names.
4: I mean, An, some An, names. Anfernee, A-N-F-E-R-N-E-E, <laughs> Anfernee. How you be doing, Anfernee?
2: I don't know where they got that from. My name is Brit, and that is a very – that's not a common name, but it, it's not it's – What not is a, it again? It's Brit.
14: Britt rhymes with – yeah. You
2: know – and I mean, it's, it's it's a nice name, but I, I used to get teased by uh, teased about Excuse me about that name. Why is that? White people did, and because they because they no no one in ever heard of it. Everyone was named Maria or Mary or, or you know Cindy or you know very common boys very boring
4: like names, yeah. You
2: know, so, I mean, you can't win either way when you think about it.
4: Well, how about if you were the person formerly known as? <laughs> Have a great day. Bye. Bye. The person formerly known as Tiwanika. Now known as Mary. Hey, if it was good enough for the Virgin Mary, it's good enough for you, okay, mister? I mean, the man. We have an open line in Dave, 56705. Yeah, that's going to be the next thing. Men with women's names and women with men's names. There you go. Oh! Yeah. How do you like that? It was good enough for Ann Bishop. Yeah, her name could have been like, in fact, wouldn't that have been something if she would have been Dwight Lauderdale? And he could have been Ann. Or that I guess Jimmy Syphilis could have been Ann. Huh? I guarantee they are in fact maybe instead of firing all those people at Channel 4 you guys ought to try that how about Brian Norcross hey he could be uh, Ann Roberts and she could be Brian huh <laughs> oh. and they could both like exchange garb as well he could dress up like uh, a lot although she don't dress that good anyway she I you know I, she may she may be a very nice person okay but she's boring Ann Roberts she brings nothing to the table she brings, she doesn't bring appearance. She doesn't bring credibility. She brings nothing. And Cambrell, he's the guy that's going to be sacked because he's got the big lips. They probably did focus studies, okay? And they asked leading, they did leading questions. You see, we were talking about that the other day, about the way they asked these polls. I didn't see 60 Minutes. I was on a plane. But evidently, they uh, did a, they had a segment on about how they do the polling and they ask questions in such a leading way as guaranteed to get a certain answer.
6: Yeah, they survey them for buzzwords. Right,
4: right, exactly. So, uh... you know, they probably asked a whole bunch of people, well, do those big, uh... you know, african lips that Cambrell got, do those kind of bother you? Are they a little bit out of the ordinary? And people said, eh, uh... Uh-huh. Well, maybe now that you mention it. And they said, okay, you're out, Cambrell. Even though you were a good guy and you never stole a freight train, and people have kind of gotten used to it. you, like the furniture. They got a lot worse problems over there, like that Jim Berry. Now, there's a guy. I almost put him in the same category with Geldy. That's how annoying he is. Although. He, see, he goes out of his way to do it. Geldy, Geldy, that's just him. He's just an annoying little twit, an ass sucking twit. But Jim Berry, he goes out of his way. He puts on a whole routine and act and a shuffle to be annoying. Talk about stereotypes. Here's a mobile invoker. Hello.
8: Hey Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. I got a quick comment, and then I got an answer to your question. Yes. Comment is, I'm sick of these people with these, on the news with these made up names like Beatrice and. Cinnamon and all that crap.
4: Yeah, Cinnamon you know, Stopher. What, what kind of a name is that? Sounds like something you find in a freezer department at Publix.
8: Yeah, it's so retarded. And also, if Channel 7 or these news places wanted to like get their ratings up, Like somebody like while Rick Sanchez was on the news would just walk in and like, beat the living crap
4: out of him. Yeah, you it? get a 90? Sure, we get oh, promoted a week I ahead. Would <laughs> <rock>. <laughs> yeah.
8: I would like, re- that, watch Channel 7 every day. I, I would, be too. Be so I, would, I would
4: tape it and watch it every morning and be in a good mood all day.
8: 24 hours a day, and then my my answer is the way that these people get their names, like all the crazy names you're yeah. saying, all they do is, like, the mother, like, she sleeps Your with mama? probably, like, a thousand guys. Yeah. She's not sure who the mother is of the baby. She just takes the first initial of every guy she slept with, mm-hmm. jumbles it together, and there's the name.
4: Yeah, I think right. that's probably where Anthony came from. Excellent. Okay, good job, sir. So she's not sure who the mother is. That's interesting. I thought he was going to say he's not sure. Uh, okay, we have an open line at Broward, 5670560 and Palm 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I mean, what is in a name anyway, huh? There's one thing I can't stand. It's phony, made-up names, you know, like Neil Rogers, stupid names like that. can't stand them. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Dr. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you, sir? Great. Uh,
1: you know, I have a quick question, Neil. and I, You know, again, I'd like to hear from your uh, religious fanatic uh, audience there. Why is it that these flaming racist, bigoted people? Why are they so? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why is it that they're so into religion? Why do they always quote the Bible?
4: What do you mean by that?
1: Well, I mean, I, I just I, I've come to learn
12: that. Well, a lot. What else,
4: what else are they going to quote? Norman Vincent Peale. I mean, that's uh, that's what they use to justify all their uh, superstition.
1: I mean, what a coincidence! I mean, you know, they they always oh, the Bible is pure white Bible that and.
8: It's confusing and
4: people that are superstitious and tell you don't let a black cat walk in your path and don't walk under a the ladder. They're the same people who start quoting from you know Vincent Price, stuff like that.
5: Wow.
4: See, there you go. And have a great day. We have an open line of date five six seven zero oh, five sixty. It's like people are over obsessed with sports. Those are the people that give like, you a know, song and a dance about the Jimmy said this and did that and blah blah blah, blah, blah. and that's all they talk about around the clock, morning, noon, and night. The good news is, though, I got very good news for people that are getting tired of all the crap including that Edgar Renteria. But what's poor Joe Angel going to do now? He's losing all of his favorite names. Renteria. Didn't you just hate the way he used to say that? Uh-huh. Oh, God. That fake. See, it gave Joe an opportunity to stage more of that fakeness that he does, which I don't want to get into that again because he's, he's okay. Dave O'Brien is great, by the way. Oh! Joe Angel could be great, but I've said that 50 million times already, and he still won't change. He still wants to do fake. It's like a fake orgasm. It just doesn't have the same impact. But nevertheless, no more Edgar Renteria. So not only have we got that stuff, so we're going to have a lot more disillusioned people, even though John Henry bought the team, you're still going to get screwed, and they're still trying to save money no matter what Dave Dombrowski tells you tomorrow, no matter how much sucking around geldy does. Big article in the paper today underneath the one that says, Cats, no trade, imminent. Panthers, nobody's going to make no trade with Brian Murray. Even Mike Smith at Toronto, as unctuous as he is, and as hated as he's despised all around the league, they don't want to make no trade with Brian Murray, okay? Because they know he's their spokesman for something. Anyway, NHL teams are losing money. Big article here today. Penguins, of course, we know are like on the verge of bankruptcy. In fact, they are in chapter, uh, some chapter. And they had to borrow $20 million from a French bank. And the LA Kings have lost 15. They're going to lose 15 million this year. The Vancouver Canucks claim to have lost $24 million the past two years. The Washington Caps lost $16 million last year and will lose $20 million this season in spite of that big new arena. I thought the new arenas were supposed to solve all that problem. Wasn't that the deal? Uh-huh. Yeah. Dulleson Arena will make a lot of money, and they're still losing their ass. Mighty Ducks general manager Pierre Gauthier said his club will lose lots of money for the first time in its history this effing year. How do you like that? Oh! And it goes on and on. Bruins General Manager, Cheapskate Harry Sinden says clubs pay, NHL clubs pay 72% of their revenues to the players. The NBA, which has greater TV and merchandising income, last season paid 57% of its revenues to players and considered that high enough to initiate a lockout. In other words, they got real because they're tied up with this uh, collective bargaining deal in the NHL till the year 2004 and many of these teams are losing their rectum. how do you like that? So they can be paying Kevin Brown 15 million a year and at uh, Fat Ash Vovon 14, 13 million and Mike Pizzahead 13 million. You know something? It's all come crumbling down like a big deck of cards and people are finally saying, guess what? It wasn't so important after all. Do we really care all that much? No. Screw them. Pack them a goddamn stale salami sandwich. Give them a guayabera and a stale comedian Noche and send them back where they came from. That's that's what I say. And then, in fact, that's what we're going to be doing on our poll tomorrow. We're going to find out what kind of a format you think we ought to have here on QAM once we get rid of all this stupid sports crap and it all goes out of business in a few months. Huh? Yeah. In fact, this now, make, now I'm beginning to understand why we're nearly starting the first of the year in mornings on this station. What? No, I'm beginning to understand. their thinking, they see the handwriting on the wall. They know that all of this sports crap, is, it's uh, dissolving right before our eyes. It'll all be done. And so, as a result, we have to look uh, to the future, baby. The future, the sports is in the past. The future is something else, like in Uga uh, Buga. 26 after 11 at 560 WQAN. Packwood can't keep his pecker in his pants. The following is a paid public service announcement from the International Rifle Association.
5: Let's face it, most of us will never be rich. Hell, we
7: probably won't even be successful, and that's pretty damn depressing. But, as usual, with every problem, there is a solution. Hi, I'm Jim, and I'm here to tell you a little something about handguns. They scare the sh out of people and intimidate them into giving you whatever you want. That's right, handguns. Think about it. Need some cash? Rob a bank. Don't have enough money for beer? Pull up a convenience store. Take some chips and pretzels while you're at it. It's all free if you've got a handgun.
5: Some son of a bitch cheating on your girlfriend?
7: Kill him. It's a simple solution to life's complex problems. All you have to do is wait the five days for it, and
5: happiness is just around the corner.
7: Hell, if you don't want to wait the five days, who cares? Buy the damn thing off the street. Just buy a lot of handguns. The great alternative to working problems out you would be considered a population control. Yes, handguns. They just might make you famous.
4: 11.31 at 5.60 WQM. I'm sure that uh, Sam and Chris are uh, somewhere right now in a QAM van to try to raise a lot more money today for Center One. I'm sure they must be somewhere, like around Coral Springs in Coral Springs. And as soon as we find out where, I'll be uh, happy to tell you. You know, I'm really a little bit uh, disappointed in this crowd. I, you know, and, and by the way, a special thanks to Jolton Joe DiMaggio. He's the one that instructed the doctors, his agent, that old fogey Morris Engelberg, to cut the crap already, okay? Enough of the updates is what he said. Enough of the frickin' updates. That's right. Enough of that too. And so we've been spared for the last uh, day and a half now. Any more news about his bowel movements? and About did he take a breath? That, enough. We don't we, let us know what's going on when it's over. If you know what I mean, catch my drift. Like with Norman Fell. But we haven't had one call here today from anybody about uh, K- Campbell Martian. The guy is uh, a good guy, from what they tell me. Never stole a freight train. Did a lot of work for charity and a lot of uh, for kids charities especially. Big brothers, big sisters, little brothers, little sisters, big lips, whatever, small lips. And he's going to be uh, blown out over there like he's one of the scapegoats. I'm sure there will be plenty of others follow, so don't slam the door too hard on the way out, Cambrill, because there will be a long line on the way out. And they don't care. See, this is what I'm saying about this. See, sometimes I, I, in a moment of weakness, I'll take it personally. And then I realize that it's, it's not me. It's, it's At least they're consistent. They don't care about anybody. They don't have passion for anything here. It's like that thing the other day with the, uh, the the business about the hockey fans. They don't care. They leave whenever they're good and ready. They leave. Don't confuse them with what the score is because they're not paying too much attention anyway. It's a social event, and just in case a miracle might occur like three years ago and the team gets luckier or gets a couple of more real players on the team, which I doubt, but, you know, in case they became competitive and suddenly got a lucky hot streak for a couple of months, then they leave the option open of jumping on a bandwagon, getting those banners out and putting them on their car windows. Hey, we love you, Panthers! See, we're fans! There's no passion there. There's about as much passion as, uh, you know, tilting sideways in your chair and (laughs) sneaking a little uh, fart, that's all. That's the amount of passion that's involved which is very unfortunate, but at least they're consistent. They don't give a crap about Cambrell, which is probably why the ratings were so goddamn low. And maybe maybe they're happy he's going. Maybe they're happy that he's getting canned. I'm not happy. I was just getting used to him. I, I, and you know something? I've been watching him so long now, I don't even notice the lips anymore. In the beginning, when they made him from sports into a news anchor, they took that magic wand like they did with Tony Cigaretto. Oh, poof, you're in a, Like they did with that little Brian Norcross, that little twit that little egotistical arrogant twit.
16: Well, I'm not doing the
4: weather anymore. i you let me be a news anchor. Part of the time, I'll be a news anchor. Part of the time, I'll be a weather guy. And the rest of the time, I'll just be a uh, weather fairy. Okay, Brian. Whatever you say, just calm down, okay? Here's uh, Boca. Hello. Hi,
10: hey, Neil. How are you? Yes, sir. Uh, getting back to all the other uh, black names, uh, there's somebody who I work with, and that was one of the questions I happened to have asked about two weeks ago. Yeah. The reason why
4: what is her name Latoya? Uh,
10: actually, close. It's like uh, or something. Latoya. Um, the uh, the the reason is that they can't offer the, their kids too much, but the one thing that they can offer them is a exotic name, and that's the reason. Well, you what, see, what does
4: that mean? What do you mean they can't offer their kids too much? Well, what what does that mean? I have no no idea. That's... Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, we we're living in poverty. We're in the ghetto, but we we're gonna give you a real fancy name so everybody can make fun of you at school, huh? I don't get it. That Keyshawn, of all the names, of all the goofy names, even the ones that are spelled like H Z K Q X, even uh, that Keyshawn. There's something about it. Maybe because he's you know a prominent player and a pretty damn good one too, by the way. Even though he does play for the Uncas Jets. But Keyshawn, there's just something about it that has the sound of illiteracy attached to it, isn't there? Hey Keyshawn, well, what kind of a name is that? Keyshawn. Now Shaquille, that's bad enough, okay? But at least you can say I'll be having a shock attack. You know, there are things that rhyme with it. Is there anything that rhymes with Keyshawn? No. As in dog. How about doggone Keyshawn? There you go. Uh-huh. That doggone Keyshawn burned us again. God dang it. Keyshawn, it just, oh, I get the creeps, I get the willies. I, I don't, I feel uncomfortable even saying it. Thinking it, I even get, like, a little bit nervous, but saying it. Here's Margate. Hello.
10: Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I got a real pet
1: peeve with these malls. Forget about these names. I don't know what it is with these malls, but it seems like every year you go through for Christmas season. Uh-huh. The aisles are getting smaller and smaller. I'm in a wheelchair.
4: Well, it's maybe, worse than yeah. I uh-huh. can't
1: see the people that walk erect.
4: Yeah. These you can't see any erections in those places, well, <laughs> but you're hanging out in the wrong joint. Okay. We'll give you some addresses. We have an open line at Broward two and Dade. Nobody cares about Cambrell. Before I leave here at two o'clock today, that's my goal. I want to hear somebody say something nice about Cambrell Martian, goddammit. It's the holiday season. If you can't if you can't think of something nice to say about Cambrell, make something up. Make something up. Even if you don't know who that was, who it is, who it be. Just make something up and say, Well, uh, he was an okay guy. Boy, you people are a bunch of tight asses, man. You really are. Very ungiving. So what's the story with our uh, boys out there? We can find out where the hell they are? It's Chris.
6: It's just Chris and the
4: new uh,
6: promotions guy whose name escapes me. Yeah. I've never heard it before. We don't care about the names, okay? I mean... uh, Everybody's trying to find an appropriate corner. Jesus it's my you know, by the time hunt. he gets going, this is part of the
4: problem. We appreciate the help, this is great, but they're such slow starters with this crap. By the time they get to wherever we're going, the show is half over and we cut down a limited amount you know, amount of time people have to get there. People are busy, they're shopping, they're schlepping, they're working, they're doing whatever they're supposed to be doing, they're pretending to have a life. And by the time they ever finger it out or get their finger out of each other's, Reckon. you know, the show's half over already. It's almost noon already. Have we heard from Carol at Center One? No. I'm t- I'm trying to be like uh, the Pied piper here. I'm trying like uh to get this uh, you know, and we had some real serious momentum going here. We got like uh right right up to 86 grand there plus uh, whatever else came in at those seven borders. We might actually be up to close to 90 grand by now for all I know or not as the case may be. That internet thing, com. How's that doing? We got, like I said, about 250 bucks in the mail this morning, which isn't exactly a flood. It's not exactly like those 50 billion letters out there that want to win that pickup truck from that uh, tailgate contest we got going. But at least it's something, and we thank you profusely, by the way. And, yes, I will be at the hockey game tomorrow night for the Pittsburgh game. And by the way, fat-ass Michael Russo, it wouldn't surprise me if Stu Barnes plays in that game along with Marty Straka for Pittsburgh tomorrow night. You better hope they sure don't do too much, okay, after that idiotic... Will Stu, will uh, Chris Wells be playing for the Panthers? No. I don't think so. Last time I checked. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. No, this is
15: Oral Springs, Neil. How the hell are you? Okay. Great show today. Um, Listen, at Borders, it's in 700 University Drive in Coral Springs, right on the corner of uh, Atlantic Boulevard. Yeah. Can't miss it. And uh, that's the address. I think that's what you guys wanted. When you, uh, let me know when you no, guys are going to well, be what do, there. What do you
4: mean? No, they're not going to Borders. Why, why should they take the van to Borders when the CDs are already there? If people want to go to the Borders, they can... I mean, we're trying to go to a location where other people might be. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Like a gas well, station at go, a major intersection.
15: Okay. Well, I'm going to go pick that uh, CD up over there, at Borders. And that, uh, right. that um, I guess maybe is a Muslim name. I'm not too sure. Bobby Moore, they called him Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. Wait, you find right, that yeah, thing?
4: I like that, Ma- Mahmoud. Yeah. Mahmoud. That's one of my favorite yeah, Mahmoud. Hey, have a great
15: day. His
4: brother, go. by the way, is named Snell. Okay, 21 before noon at 560. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Norman Fell is dead. Does anybody care about that? No. Anybody know who he was? No. He was in The Graduate. He was in that, uh, what What was the uh, sitcom? He was on um, Three's Company. Three's Company. Oh, gee, I hated that show. Ooh, I hate all those shows. Even... Good times. Oh, sorry, Esther. We loved Esther Roll but we hated good times. Probably because of that damn J.J. Boy, he was just mm, an impediment to my life. 21 before noon at 560 WQN. There's no fashion in in the
0: shirt. Last
4: year,
7: Jodie Foster portrayed a young woman determined to see Justice done in The Accused.
16: All right, talk. Which one of you did it?
7: This year, she won critical acclaim for her portrayal of an FBI agent on the trail of a vicious killer in The Silence of the Lambs.
16: Was
17: Was it all of you? Why won't you answer me?
7: Now, Jodie Foster combines her two greatest roles into one blockbuster movie.
17: Damn it, why won't you talk to me?
7: TriStar star Pictures presents The Silence of the Accused Labs.
17: Don't guard, get them out of here. They won't talk.
7: Too late. You had your chance. The Silence of the Accused Labs, a
4: tale of murder and mutton. 16 till noon at 560 WQAM. Poor Jodie Foster, you know, she had that baby and we still can't find out how it happened. Maybe it's the Virgin Jody. Do you ever stop and think about that? Uh-huh. No, seriously, there's never been any discussion about uh, whether she was artificially inseminated, which we're positive she was, by the way. And uh, but but there's no discussion about that because in America today it doesn't really make no difference. And she because if you're in Hollywood or if you're a jock, you have uh, a bunch of babies by a bunch of different people by a bunch of different methods, and uh, then that way nobody's responsible. And if things don't quite work out, you put the baby in, like, a pizza oven or you dump it down the toilet at the uh, senior prom or something like that. And then we go on with life and have a good time. Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello?
1: Hello, Mel. Yes? You know what my favorite part of that movie was? Oh, Silence of the lamp.
4: I'm the afraid end, like, to guess.
9: No. Forget about that. But oh, okay. She's sitting there at the end. He hangs up for, like, three minutes, and she's sitting there. Dr. Lecter. Dr. Lecter. Yeah, right. You know, and there's like a dial tone and a reorder and everything.
4: Yeah, Yeah, usually when you hear usually when you hear the dial tone you don't keep speaking to it, but poor Jody, she's confused in many ways.
9: It was embarrassing. The other thing that that bit that you're playing It
18: puts the lotion in the basket. Yeah, you mean that one? (laughs) (laughs)
9: I'm
8: gonna try to do this without cracking up, but how about it puts
4: the he coon in the casket. Oh, boy. Okay, thanks for the good <laughs> news. Okay, that's Buddy McKay doing a little bit of that southern a bumpkin humor. <laughs> He's uh, kind of chuckling. We have an open line. Yeah, that's right. It, that's why you would to be very careful the pallbearers at the funeral, because if you drop it, it puts too much motion in the casket. We have an open line of date, 5670560, pound 560. I mean, see, at least there are things like a tisket, a tasket, I'll see you in your casket. Stuff like that. But Keyshawn, there ain't nothing that rhymes with Keyshawn. Except uh get long gone and dog gone and stuff like that. So let me ask you. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello.
10: Hey, uh, let me ask you something, Neil. What Act scares you, what scares you white people so much that black men have to, to name their kids a different name than than what you name your kid Tommy or, or David or something else like yeah. that?
4: How about what Jim did, Brown? What, you, how what about Jim you Brown? The, no, right. we, we don't what name him O. J. We a don't name fag, our kid Doji. I will say that a white fag like you, yeah, coming down on everybody because they're different. Well, what, your, what's your name? Your, your, your what is different. your What is your name? My name is Davis. What is it? Davis. Davis? Davis. How how you be spelling that?
8: T a v i s. Davis.
4: Davis? Yes, sir. What it's kind like of a name is that? Travis without the R. It's
10: a it's a proud black name. Is that like any... We don't we don't
5: need crackers like you, cracking on our names.
4: Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, and have a happy holiday too, by the way. Okay, that that'd be Tavis, by the way, just in case you didn't get it. Hey, how you doing, Tavi? And, and how do what do you what do you be calling What what is it? See, I always wonder, what do you call people like that? He's an asshole. Well, I don't mean that we know that, but I mean just uh, what? Hey, Tavi, how you be doing, Tavi? What? See, black people all over the world got along for uh, a long, long time for about the last uh, twenty-five trillion years. We just like names, you know, like uh, Edgar and, uh, like Edgar Renteria. Hey, those are the
6: white man's names.
4: Edgar, the Alan Small. Oh, I see. That's right. I forgot about that. Those are slave names. Like John David Crow. Okay, where are we going? Here's uh, Pompano. Hello.
10: Hey, Uncle Mayo. Yes, sir. I knew Cam Brough when he was up in Connecticut. He used to be on uh, CBS Station Channel 3 up in Hartford years and years ago. Yeah. Not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy, and you're absolutely right about that. Ann Roberts, um, a friend of mine, She was,
4: adds absolutely nothing to that newscast. She's as yeah. she is as wooden and sterile as the inside of an oxygen tent.
10: Yeah, I mean, I knew uh, somebody that was on the weather staff over there that just uh, left a few months ago to Denver. One of the he was like the third weather guy, and he moved to an ABC affiliate. was just a
4: weather fairy, yeah.
10: No, no, he no, he, no, he wasn't a weather fairy. But um, no, I
4: said the, assistant to the weather ferry.
10: Oh, okay. Um the television down here in general, just terrible. like radio, is terrible. Awful. It's absolutely Bush terrible. Bush league. It yeah. fits
4: in just perfectly. It's Bush League. Yeah, and, the, and the amazing part of it is there's so much money involved there and uh, it's still Bush League.
10: I did I, beyond me. Now, Cambro used to do sports in Connecticut. What the heck? Tony Segreto. Sports. Right. now he's well, All the guys, that. they
4: start out as Steve sports Alvarez, guys, and they start as sports readers, and then they become newsreaders. Yeah,
10: Steve Alvarez, same thing. And then they put these weather people... Like, Who the hell is
4: Steve Alvarez? Is he on 10?
10: Right.
4: I don't watch 10. Okay, Ever. but, but Ever. Then,
10: then there's been some weather people like Teresa Marchetta Ever. and uh, the Who? girl... Um, on uh, channel 10, so yes, I, yeah, I oh, on on. her okay. name's Teresa, but there's a couple other people that were doing the weather that now they've got them doing news, I, I don't know. And what's the
4: that. story with this Marilyn Mitchell with the cat eyes, what uh, is that all about, okay, and uh, what kind of a name is that Mitzel? I, I can't,
10: I can't watch her at all. Cat eyes. I cannot watch her, I find myself watching CNN. She is one like, of
4: the most gruesome, grotesque caricatures of a human being I've ever seen in my life, and she's on the news on there? I know. Well, no fine. wonder Rick Sanchez is always laughing and squeezing somebody under the desk.
10: <laughs> I, I find myself watching CNN more, and Headline News more often than not. Now there was a girl that was on Channel Seven down here and went by the name Cinnamon Stoffer. Right, exactly. Now, now she's on Headline News in the morning. She's doing very well. Now she's going by her middle name, which is Lisa or whatever. All of a sudden, Cinnamon ain't cute. So I mean, she grew up. Cinnamon on this
4: like I said, it looks like something you find right next to the right in the middle of the Surly baked Goods.
10: You're, you're right. One, th- one thing about um I I I Ghost Ghost the Ghost Lambs. Ghost. When, I, when I went to see that yeah. movie whenever it came out nine years eight years ago whatever it was my friend says to me we gotta go to this movie I had no idea what it was after the first maybe five or six minutes of the movie yeah. not a single person in the theater moved nobody puts got up for the lotion in yeah. the basket no, yeah. nobody got up for sodas nobody got up to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. I had no idea what the movie was about I just sat there and stared at it I was like that was one of the greatest movies of all time
4: well you're getting a little bit carried no, away. No, no, it was good. It was entertaining.
10: Yeah, I mean, for not land- something
4: you would watch over and over and over again.
10: No, no, no. I, studying, I, I mean,
4: unless you were studying uh, insects or something like that.
10: <laughs> I mean, look, my faith, my I think the greatest movie of all time was Casablanca. I don't watch that over and oh. over again.
4: No. Oh, okay. I,
10: I, inside Out, I thought Casablanca was the greatest of all time. I'm a big Brothers fan too, but out of the last 10, 15 years, Silence of the Lambs has got to be one of them. the top 10 movies of the last 10, 15 years.
4: Have a great holiday. Take care. Oh. Bye bye. Well, he liked Casablanca too. He liked those corny Humphrey Bogart movies. You must remember this. A chicken cannot. Okay, we have an open line in Broward. 5670560. Po- Pound 560 on, it wasn't that funny, George. Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Yeah, I sing those kind of things to myself in the shower, by the way, when there's absolutely nobody else, even the dogs are outside. Because I'm not what you call a great zinger key. I'm not, uh, you know. But I do sing some very twisted because I have a sick mind, and I'm very proud of it. I'm very pleased. That's what's gotten me to where I am today, having a very sick, twisted mind. And I'm one of the few who admits it and proud of it. Hey! That's right. That's why as soon as I hear somebody's name, I'm thinking, what can you be rhyming with that, okay? Like simple Simon the Pyman and stuff like that. But Keyshawn, ooh, I, seriously, I get a chill. I get a chill. It's a tight contest. Forget about the other stuff. Uh, Geldy or Keyshawn. Man, that's a real tough one. In fact, how about how about Keyshawn Goldstein? That would be good. Here's Pompano. Hello,
9: Neil Meister. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, two things. First of all, I already talked to George. before. your fax machine is not on, or it's not accepting faxes.
4: Oh, really? No wonder we can't get our them. stuff from a poor Carol over at Center One's probably faxing away. Yeah, it's not it's, working. They're uh, not too. working
6: today. Isn't that great? It's
4: just when we need some help in here, like everything else at WQAM, it doesn't work. It's not be working. It's all right, on. real quick.
6: It's on. The... It's on. It's making all the right. Uh... Things. It ain't it's working, right man. Noises.
9: It rings and what rings. What
4: the hell was that? Is your sheep uh, like giving us an editorial comment? What the hell was that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was unbelievable. Did you hear that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Barnyard sounds. <laughs> yeah. All
5: right. Let me tell you this. Oh. You ready?
4: I'm, it's getting the point I can almost smell it now. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes. Go ahead. <laughs> uh... Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, we have an open line at Dave, one in Broward, 5670560 oh, and Pound560. Five,
7: happy holidays, folks. Hi, this is Maury Fubick. Yeah, yeah you yeah, yeah, Happy yeah. Hanukkah.
4: And uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and all that. It's already December the 15th. And uh, Chris and Lou, by the way, I never even gave this information for Christ's sake. I'm so wrapped up with this uh, Silence of the Ames business. Chris and Lou in the WQM van there at the Chevron station on the southeast corner of University and Royal Palm in prestigious Coral Springs. Go over there and pick up your best of Neil CDs and cassettes and T-shirts and they got a few giveaways. They got maybe some dolphin T-shirts and a few chotchkes to give away and our DNA bumper stickers and whatever else they got laying around loose in there. Sam is not with them today. He's probably uh... messing around with some of the oinkers he picked up yesterday at Hooters, so he's otherwise occupied today. So you'll have to settle for Chris and Lou. But they're in their University in Royal Palm on the southeast corner there in the Chevron station. Go over there and uh, help us raise some serious money in the next couple of hours, please, or else. Here's uh, Coral Gables. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir.
1: Uh, you were talking about the names and the Norman Fell passing. Yeah. He once played a character called Meyer Meyer on a TV show called 87th Precinct years huh. ago. I'm yeah. for redundancy.
5: Oi. <laughs> and, uh... I just thought I'd add that in there.
4: Uh-huh.
5: And then on the other thing about... Uh, Aren't you
4: glad that we're not hearing about Joe DiMaggio the last couple of days? I, I Don't you it. feel a lot better about life, that we don't have to be brutal yep. with that?
1: And I'm old enough to have actually seen Joe DiMaggio, but I went to the ballpark to see uh, Hopalong Cassidy, 1951.
4: William Boyd.
1: That's right. And guess what? He's dead, too.
4: He's dead, too. And yep. you know who else is dead? Who else? Gabby Hayes.
1: Gabby Hayes. Yep.
4: They're he all was, going. He was on that show, right? On the Hoppy, Hopalong Cassidy?
1: Yep. He was a,
4: he was a sidekick. He's dead. Yeah, and the horse is dead too. Topper. Right, that's right. He's dead too. So it's, it's going around, pal. Good point. Okay, we have an open line in date five six seven oh five. Oh, by the way, did you know that? I guess we all knew this. Uh, Will Gear, who was Grandpa on the Waltons, who the hell was I reading that? Because I read I got this awful book, which I thought it was going to be a really good book about uh, fags in Hollywood, which I read over the weekend on the plane, which was uh, I'll think of the name of it in a minute can't think of the name of it. But anyway, don't waste your money on the uh, move, on the uh, book. Because, you know, there's nothing in there. There's no revelations. Anybody that's still alive, they like, uh, you know, they dance all around the edges because they're terrified of getting sued. So there's really no revelations there. But Will Gere, he was a uh, screamer. Did you know that? And I'm no. trying to think of who it was. That. Was it him and Charles Lawton? Was that who it might have been? Huh? And poor Elsa Lanchester that married big, fat Charles Lawton. She couldn't understand why he kept running around with all those boys. Anyway, it's 11:56, and she was in denial. You know, like a lot of people are in denial, but uh, that's the way the world is. Okay, that was good enough for Cleopatra. It's good enough for them. They spend their entire lives in denial. By the way, how's uh, Richie Niles doing? Four minutes before noon at 560 WQM.
0: The Neil Rogers Show now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. You
5: go to hell and you die. Mm-hmm.
3: Poor kids hanging out together. Alien probes in their ass. TV don't get better. The chef just like get late tonight. She, she poops the Oh All right. You're gonna see Stan blow up his gut. If Wendy's around, there's stands Portland Kyle, and the Talking Third, and at least once a week we hear you turn You bastard! Oh, it's so weird, but the wonderful and Candy's face is never seen. He gets hit in the head. And then he's dead. The rats snore at him and then they eat his sweet oh. No.
2: Kidding. You You bastard! Okay, you want to know what I think? What? Okay. He's doing something to his <laughs> ass. He's not kicking
3: his ass,
4: but he's definitely doing something to his ass. Hello, 2560 WDQ. i happy uh, Tuesday today. Don't forget, Hank will be here from the sporting bruise at 2 o'clock. bookster has got four full hours to fill tonight, but with that fat body, he should be able to do it 6 to 10. And uh, Ed Kaplan, for all you compulsive gamblers tonight, will try to help you uh, find the numbers for GA 10 o'clock tonight. So what's the story? The fax machine is not working. Is that it? It seems like every... Huh?
6: Hey, somebody send a fax. To see if this thing. You've
4: heard all the expressions about, you know, trying to overcome hurdles, obstacles in your path. And it seems like on a center one thing here this year, it's like uh, every every little thing that you try to do when you feel like you're really starting to make some big progress, there's another uh, hurdle placed in our path. You know, so we can overcome all of these obstacles and make us feel really uh, <laughs> a lot better about the whole deal. Oh, I guess Carol could probably call you if she has any more information about the border stores from last week so we can give like a really updated total, which is probably like about eighty-seven, eighty-eight thousand, 88,000, something like that. And how's Chris and Lou doing out there, by the way, in Coral Springs
6: on the uh, south, what is it? Dismal. Bad? Yeah.
4: On the corner of University and Royal Palm, the southeast corner at uh, the Chevron station in Coral Springs, there's nobody there. Nobody's coming by to buy the best of Neil stuff up there in Coral Springs. Like I said, they hate me in Pembroke Pines and Coral Springs. They hate me like poison. Dismal. There's nobody coming by
6: no yeah there's there's the one guy in coral springs' is, uh there's who's the one in guy what? Port on line four, but he says there's nobody there but oh no. hello,
8: nail, yes, sir. I'm the only one here, man. yeah, I'm looking at your guys right now. That's sad. It is very sad, yeah, there's plenty of people driving by, but nobody coming in.
4: Well, I just got there like a few minutes ago. We go through this every day. You don't understand. The, the people in the immediate neighborhood out there, they weren't just kind of sitting around in their cars waiting for uh, for David, or for uh, Chris to show up.
8: Yeah, but it's all painted nice, and the, the name's all
4: over it. I mean, you can't miss it. Right. Even Ray Charles so, could find it. Okay, well, the give them some cash in to help us out, and thank you so much in advance. So there's the bad news, okay? There's the one guy. He's looking right at the QAM van right now. At Chris and Lou, they're sitting there. They're lonely. They're waiting. They got the best of Neil stuff. They got CDs. They got cassettes. They got T-shirts. They got all kinds of crap. And we're waiting for our listeners to come pouring in there from all around that area. Are they pouring in there yet? No. You mark my words. By twelve thirty, we'll have at least uh, 20, 30 bucks. See, we the, the first couple of days, boy, we really got uh snowed by this crowd. We really got a snow job. We thought, oh boy, this is gonna be a piece of cake every day, no matter what part of town we go into, we'll be able to raise, you know, eight hundred a grand here, fifteen hundred over there, twelve no problem. We'd, instead of waiting for the people to come to us, we'll just go to them is what we're doing. Found out yesterday it ain't quite so easy. Here's Miami. Hello. Yes,
5: sir. Yeah, Rocky, Raisin and I got a couple of email addresses together in case if there's anybody out there in your audience who would like to write to the undecided representatives. Uh huh. Because um, it's a travesty, and Rocky's going to be going up there on Thursday with with um, Jesse Jackson. They're going to do some kind of a protest up
4: front. Yeah. At
10: the Capitol. So do you want these addresses?
4: Sure, I guess so. I mean, it doesn't seem to be doing too much good. I, I mean, I read that whole thing in the paper this morning that 80 and 90% of the calls are all saying no impeachment, and these people are still, uh, well, yeah. whatever you say, we'll do the opposite, you know. Yeah. Okay, go ahead.
5: Okay, it's www.house.gov, and the second one is http colon slash slash congress.org slash elecmail, no, dot
10: HTML.
4: No. no I think the first one's a lot easier.
10: Yeah, yeah, you can go to the first one, too.
4: www.house.gov. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gov. Right.
5: Okay, I, um, I think this is a travesty. I think it's really unfortunate, and people don't understand the severity of what's going to happen.
4: No, they're, they're in La La Land. They're too busy worrying about the Hanukkah gift, you know. Okay, pal. All right, I no, love good you. bye Thanks. Okay, we have an open lot of data. They're too busy worried about, the, you know, did they get the Furby uh, doll for their kid and did they get this and did they get laid and uh, whatever they got? What we got, we got, we got. That's what they're worried about, what they got. And what you're about to get is screwed is what you're about to get because, uh, we got a bunch of lunatics up there in Washington, including that Roseanne, Roseanne, Dana, Ileana, Gross, Layton. Why do they even bother talking to her? I mean, she admits that she's getting overwhelming uh, people calling and saying no, no on impeachment. Well, she's going to have to make the vote, and uh, she's going know she's going to alienate some people, but she's a good right-wing uh, Nazi and never met a uh, fascist she didn't like, and blah, 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 blah. blah yeah. Okay, whatever you say, Roseanne. Gilda Radner is turning in her grave just knowing that Ileana Gross-Leighton is walking around uh, looking and acting like that, and she do not even have to put on an act to do it. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
5: Uh, two things. First, uh... I'm really saddened to hear that Norman Fell is now has been cancelled. He's dead. Yes, uh, no,
4: he's, that's right. His show has been cancelled permanently.
5: Yes, uh, I remember. He was a good
4: character actor.
5: He was. He was in uh, in uh, that movie Mad 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 World. Yeah. Like uh, right in the beginning. It's really interesting seeing him. Also, and he was in
4: The Graduate, like I said before. Yes.
5: But uh, he's now an ex actor, I guess.
4: He's uh, in Hollywood Heaven
5: and. uh as for What's Silence of the, the Lambs, Western... what is it? As you were talking about so, Silence of the Lambs, yeah. As great as the movie as it was, the book was much better. Really? Really, and so was the first Hannibal Lecter book, uh, Red Red Dragon.
4: Dragon, I read that,
5: yeah. Yeah, that that book kept me up. Mm-hmm. So as uh, people should go out and read the books, and maybe Thomas Harris will write a third uh, Hannibal Lecter. Let
4: me book. Ask, can I ask you one question. Sure.
5: What is a Buffalo Bill?
4: Okay, we have an open line in the Broward. Five six seven oh five. I think we stumped them on that one. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on a mobile one line.
6: Ninety five dollars.
4: Yeah, they've only been there a few minutes. Usually by this time they are calling say twenty bucks. We'll get some people out there. Just be patient. They'll keep moving around. They'll keep running away. Just every time they start driving to where we are, then they keep running away just because I said something. Okay, pay no attention to me. Just stay
6: where you are. They have plenty of dolphin shirts to Good give way. away to give away to uh, anyone who makes a donation. Anybody
4: makes a donation to Center One, you get a dolphin a t-shirt. We got tons of those to give away, which is great. And we got tons of uh, Neil merchandise to help raise money for Center One today. We'll all get several hundred bucks up there in Coral Springs, and I'll know why. We're talking people with some serious money up there, okay? In Coral Springs, that's right. We're not talking about schleppers up there. We're talking about people that probably have too much goddamn money. Give some of it to us, all right? It's tax deductible if you're that cheap. Man, oh, man, you have to really prod these bastards. Chevron Station, Southeast Corner, University and World Palm, and prestigious Coral Springs. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if even Rimmer goes by there and makes an extra donation, plus the a big check he's going to give me at the hockey game tomorrow night. Anybody believe that? No. Yeah, I talked to him the other day, he said, by the way, you were right about the decimal point. The thing you didn't understand is there are all zeros on there, before and after the decimal point. But he said it'll look really good my handing you a check. People really believe there's some money in it. Nine minutes afternoon at 560 WQM. I want to bang you in the butt, honey.
3: Okay! Spider-fart. deadly fart It can tear your nose apart. You can't hear it, but you can tell. Someone did it by that awful smell. What the hell did you eat? It smells just like rotten meat. Silent parts, deadly parts. I cut one at a part. I watched a woman that swivel around She was tearing a terrible frown I walked right out of that place With a big smile on my face <laughs> Silent fart Deadly part. Doing it is quite an art Let one go, but don't look back At the victims of your death attack If you're in church when you do You'll have to stay in your queue. 1215
4: at 560 WQM. I guess the people in this audience like to, uh, you know, really uh, doll up and put on the big suit, the zoot suit. Maybe they even like those black tie affairs and the tie and the whole deal every time they go out to eat. I made that comment before and I'll stand by it, okay? I appreciate going anywhere in the world. See, up north, down the south, it's a much more leisurely and casual thing. When you go to Hawaii, it's like that. I guess anywhere where the weather is warm. But up north, like in New York or Chicago or Detroit, uh, there are a tremendous number of restaurants where a guy goes in without a jacket or maybe in some cases a jacket and a tie. They say, oh, sorry, but uh, see you later. And I would say, okay, I'll see you later. In fact, I won't see you later. Blow it out your ass is what I would say. It's like people that like I've talked about the buffets in Vegas. The buffets, many of them are very good and they're great values, but is it worth standing in line for like an hour and a half, two hours for the to get a buffet? No of course not. You gotta be some kind of a jerk. Look at all the money you could be losing during that time. Here's a mobile in coral Springs. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Great.
8: Uh this is Pete. I just finished going by there. I bought your best of Neil part two.
4: God bless you, Pete. Thanks for uh, you.
8: I got my free Dolphins t shirt.
4: Right, is there anybody there?
8: Oh, uh, yeah, there's like six or seven people. All right,
4: house. it's starting to build up some big momentum. There we go.
8: Yeah, oh, so everybody get off their lazy asses and start donating some money for a good cause.
4: Especially up there in Coral Springs where all those people have got too damn much money. That's their problem.
8: Yeah, I'm a service tech. Tell me about it. I just got people over here in their three dollars and $400,000 houses. Right. And I to get their lazy asses and
4: start donating some money for a good cause. Okay, thanks a lot, Pete. All right, Neil. And have a happy. All right. Bye. There's Pete. He helped us out. Chris and Lou, they're waiting for you. We got what, 165 bucks? That's record breaking this early, this early on, huh? And they'll stay there until we get 10 grand there today is what they said. Now what Chris said, he said, we're going to stick around here until we get 50 grand or else. No, oh, seriously, they'll get a grand. I mean, no problem. At all. It's only 12:15. We only, I only, I forgot about it there for a few minutes because I got so overwhelmed with all these great names, these afro names that we got, like Kunta Kinte or whatever that was. Now, when you come right down to it, wouldn't it be something if we found out that people in Africa, like in Zaire and in uh, Namibia and all those places over there, if their names were like, uh, you know, Ed? Huh? Like Nelson Mandela. If it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me.
6: I knew a guy from Ghana, Africa.
4: And his name was Tom?
6: His name was Michael. Michael.
4: How do you like that? Michael, Michael, motorcycle. How do you like that? If it's good enough for some guy from where? From Botswana? Okay. Some guy from Brooklyn. I know a guy from Brooklyn once. His name was Michael. If it's good enough for him, he was white, Italian, I think. Here's a mobile in Weston. Hello.
9: Hey, how you doing, Neil? Great. Uh, I was watching Kenneth's frequency last night. And, oh, you were the uh, one, huh? <laughs> had uh, Al Goldstein on there saying that uh, he sleeps with you and you leave 200 bucks on the bed when you're done.
4: Oh, uh, that's an old that's repeat of all uh, his fantasies. Yeah, he only wishes. <laughs>
9: Anyways, how about uh, making a dictionary for ebonics? That way we can decide uh, what their names mean.
4: Okay. And <laughs> give Al a big kiss for us, okay? Just anywhere. Uh... That's a gay club, you moron. Yeah, that can't frequency. By the way, that uh, whammy, is that still on the air? Does anybody know about no. it? No, we don't know. Forget about it. Open line at day one at Barton. By the way, I did not get the check for last week from whammy yet, which is Tuesday already of this week. I do understand it's the holidays, but let's get with it, okay, boys, over there. What an operation that turned out to be! That was one of the most astonishing, amazing experiences of my pathetic life. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
9: I have the best Afrikaaner name for you. Yeah. Tupac Shakur. What do you think of him?
4: Tupac quartz, Yeah. Uh,
9: isn't
7: that the best? And about the best movie in the last. Yeah. Ten years. It's.
4: Uh... What was his name? Tupac Shicker. Shicker, I think, is what they say.
15: Uh, I don't know.
4: That's what my grandmother always used to say. Shicker is a uh, Tupac. Or a six-pack.
15: Well, that guy who's saying the
5: last movie in the last ten years? Yeah, Saving Private Ryan. What is it? Saving Private Ryan.
4: Saving Private Ryan was the best movie of the last ten years.
5: Yeah, have you seen it?
4: No. Oh, it I'll is. take your word for it. Thanks. Was that was that as good as um... uh... uh pubic uh, Pulp Fiction? Don't get me started on that again, please. Okay. And by the way, did you know that they put mayonnaise on their fries? They take off their ties, and they put mayo on their fries. I like to uh, put that to music, okay? In Amsterdam, before they light up their weed and uh, pick out the seed. That's right. In fact, that's one place where they don't say hold the mayo. We have two open lines in Dade, 5670560, pound 560. In fact, when you come right down to it, great movies of the last ten years. Have there been any great movies in the last 10 years? Great, outstanding, like... Uh... No. Of course not. Now, Silence of the Lambs, uh, would you say that was a great movie? Huh? I wouldn't. I would not say that. No, it was a good movie. It was... it oh, borderline. Yeah, it was gripping and it was very good, but it certainly wasn't a great movie. It was like, uh, you know, in the same league with, like, Lassie Come Home or something like that. Here's a lady in plantation. Hello.
17: Hello. Yes, ma'am. Oh, hi. I got so in. Gross and listening. I forgot that I was on hold. Me too. <laughs> anyway, um, I hardly ever call anything like this, but I just was listening to your names, and it was very interesting. Um, I work at a hospital, right? Uh, supervisor, and um, in the emergency room one time, a, a young lady came in with her two boys, and the tech had to call me over. I said, "Come on over. You cannot believe these names." I said, "What do you mean?" And he says, "Well, I asked the lady what's wrong with her children, and she said." Um, he said, "Well, can you spell their names, please?" And she said. Lemangello
4: and orangelo. He said, "Can can you
17: spell that?" Well, maybe do a pair of fruits. L e m o n j e l l o.
4: Lemangello and Orangello. O r a n g e j e l l o.
17: The citrus says, boys, right? And she
4: says, "Oh, I see, lemon jello right. and orange jello." <laughs> no, I I, you. Loved <laughs> it when I, was
15: <laughs> I love it. It's it's true. It's got to be real. It was real. I was right there when I thought I couldn't believe Thank chart. God
4: they weren't having a boysenberry animal wasn't on the list. <laughs> have a great day.
15: Thanks.
17: Bye-bye.
4: How do you like that? Limangelo and Orangelo. <laughs> oh, God. I hate to break the news to you, folks, but there are stupid people reproducing. I know that's a bulletin, okay? I probably shouldn't have said that. During the holidays especially, they get really panicky. There are really ignorant people reproducing, making babies open line to Dave 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the mobile 1 line 305 305 error code No 300 I know what it is just relax okay man are you hyper for just because you brought that Hershey's chocolate in this I'm morning I've eaten
6: it too I finished off the bag That that's not the
4: point it. that is not the point in addition to which I would agree I, I would finally uh, you show a little bit of good taste putting it in the refrigerator that that stuff oh, is much as that going in kind of. Goyim don't put most Goyim, with you being the exception, don't put chocolate in the refrigerator. But then it's not crunchy. Oh, I know. I like the, In fact, you know something? When we go to Rome, in the uh, in the little mini bars that they have in the room, they've got like your sodas and a couple of beer, or whatever's in there. And they have, uh, uh, and they're not Perugina. I don't know what the hell kind they are, but they they're in uh, little blue boxes and they're real hard chocolates, real hard. Because in Italy they like it real hard. And, uh, boy, are those great. And they wouldn't be nearly as good, because I've taken them out of there and left them, you know, sitting, and then they get lukewarm. Not nearly as good, but when they're really good and hard, man, are they good. And the chocolates aren't bad either. Okay, let's go to uh, Bokeh. Hello. Hey, Daniel. Great.
5: Um, I'm a student at the uh, Marginal Public University in Bokeh here. And uh, we have an African-American student government president, and uh, and he insists, whenever his name is in print, it be in all lowercase letters, because that is his... Slave name, the name
4: the white man gave him. Oh my God! What is, what do his name be?
5: Well, his first name his first name is Presley. In fact, <laughs> so found quite amusing. And his so.
4: last name is Elvis. Not quite. <laughs> Pre- his name is Presley.
5: Presley. And that's the name that the uh, that's his slave name. That's his slave name. That's what he says. Right. So I'm not going to doubt
4: him. Uh huh. i bet he uh, uh, hangs out with David J. Neal in his spare time over at the Herald. Probably. Okay. okay. Thanks for I the know. good news. Okay. Say hi to Elvis. Okay. Hello. Okay. Presley has just left the building. Oh! his slave name. See, I mean, if you're going to live with some kind of a complex, it's like if every fag wants to call himself Bruce, okay? Now, what's a good name? I do name? Are there such things as besides Butch? That's that's not a real name. Well, there's always Butch Davis.
6: All the masculinated feminine names like Bobby for Barbara.
4: Think yeah. About How about Tommy?
6: Pat for Patricia.
4: How about Tommy? We have, uh, yeah, see, uh, there gets to be a point, uh, there are people who are like, their name is Robert, and when they're young, they're Bobby, okay? And as they get to be like, well, what what would be the demarcation point? I think after you get out of high, now, even in high school, you don't want to be Bobby. Well, maybe, uh, it depends on who you are and what you're all about. But after you leave high school, I would think, like when you go off to college, you're going to the real world, you no longer want to be Bobby. You want to be Bob. Just like if your name is Tommy, I mean Thomas. You know, when you're a kid, you can be Tommy. But when you grow up, like when you get to be past the age of, uh, you know, when you have like a few pubic hairs, Tom kind of like is a little more appropriate. You know who I'm thinking about? I'm sure you do. Hey, don't be knocking my good friend Tommy, okay, that came by shows there in Pepper Pines. Tommy is okay in my book.
6: By the way, Debbie and Coral Springs loves you and made a big donation over there. At the
4: band. Thank you, Debbie and Coral Springs. That's for you, sweetheart. How do you like that? We're going to raise some serious bucks up there. I told you, what did I tell you? You asked me this morning, I said, how about Coral Springs? Popped into my mind immediately, because I know that's where the goddamn money is. That's right. That's where the money is. we got a bunch of real serious people up there, including a lot of Jews with some money up there in Coral Springs. I'm not saying the Glam don't have a few bucks, some of them, but the Jews, we got the big bucks, baby. Just ask that guy that wrote the letter to the Herald this morning. (laughs) Did I save that? I sure hope I did. He doesn't have to speak Spanish or any language he doesn't want to because his money speaks for itself. I nice saw Mr. Samuels over there on Miami Beach. 1226 at 560 WQ. Get the money, Junior.
1: But isn't that right, Bobby? No, she doesn't have it. That's not true at all. Don't you? You don't have a penis. It's an underdeveloped penis. That's what I was told when I was a small child. Now, Bobby, isn't it in fact that it's really... You, you to were told it? as a no. small
16: child. You said that you were a hermaphrodite.
1: I was told a lot of things when I was a small child. So were you lied to, Bobby? I don't think I was lied to about my past. No, Did you live your life in your early informative years as a woman? Yes.
17: And it has totally...
16: It has totally... My whole life.
17: How? <laughs> I, I have to wonder... I'm a very athletic person. I've always been a jeans and t-shirt type girl. I wonder when I put on clothes, if I look like a dyke. Uh I wonder if the way I wear my hair, people are going to think I'm a dyke. Uh I wonder what people are thinking about me. Sometimes I wonder how in the hell did
3: I let this happen to me? Uh How could I be so stupid?
4: Oh, yeah. Well, it's 1230. I was just sitting back. I was so engrossed in that. I forgot we were even doing a show here. I was reliving that whole show all over again. I mean, uh, just take a look at that thing again, sweetheart. Does it look like a uh no well, maybe it is. Here's a mobile in Venice. Hello.
9: Hello, Uncle Neil. Maybe it's
4: just a wonder worm, yes, sir.
9: What's up? Long time no talk. And? Hey, I got a name for you. Yes, sir. Tamale.
4: Tamale? Tamale. Hot tamale? Tamale. Yeah. I'll
9: spell it for you. Okay. F E M A L E.
4: S. E. M. A. L.
9: F F. F in
4: Frank. F is in fart. okay. <laughs>
9: F-E-M-A-L-E. Oh, yeah, right. True story. Yeah. was on the birth certificate. That's what they called the little girl. Hey, Famali, come uh, here.
4: All right, there you go. That's <laughs> like uh, Lamangelo and uh Arangelo. <laughs> and
9: Uh-huh. Hey, those hockey owners are full of crap, you know what I mean? You know, they're not losing money.
4: Whatever you say. That's
9: all bookwork. work. Yes.
4: Well, maybe Wayne. Wayne, since Wayne got in the league, he they had a right. good teacher. Anyway,
9: he's helping all those guys out, just like in the baseball.
4: Okay, team. pal, say hi, say hi hey, to Molly. Can I
9: call someone, a douchebag? Yes. Bye.
4: See ya. We have an open line at Dade one in Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's Miami. Hello.
1: Hey Neil, how are you? Great. In my former life as a teacher, I had uh, two kids from the islands, and this
10: is their real name: it was Dorcas and Dupus.
4: Uh huh. Seriously? And we used to just call them dorks for sure. <laughs> I'm telling you I knew truth. a dorkus. You knew a dorkus? I've known many dorks in my time.
10: And uh,
5: also on the... Uh, on
4: did the you really death... know a dorkus? Female. No, yeah, mm. was,
5: this was a girl. It was a
4: deaf male. Oh, girl. A girl. That's a girl's name, dorkus?
5: Mm-hmm.
4: As in E-S-S. I-S-S. Dorkus.
6: D-O-R-C-A-S-S. Dor, no, that's Dorcas. And this is dorkiss. that's pronounced hmm
1: And on the death I watch, bet. did you see where uh, Mr. Roper
4: died? Who? Norman Fell. Oh, no, Mr. Roper. Yeah, Norman Fell, we've had that on 100 times today. we, oh. we got the death watch cook on this show. Okay, well, you got it, man. We're in the right time for it. Have a great day. You too. Norman Fell is dead. Boy! We have an open line in Dade County, 5670560, Pond 560 on the mobile one line. I think just like you're going to find, by the way, keep your keep your eye on the death watch. Republican Party is going to be on there very soon. The entire party dead as a doornail, very, very soon. In fact, all you libertarians have been waiting in the wings for the little opening, that little crack, even though you're all full of crap. Just wait now. I think uh, I think they got a giant crack there in the uh, Republican Party. That big elephant's got a real crack problem. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. No. Yes, sir.
8: Uh, my wife was a, is
12: a school teacher and she had two students. One was named Keith, and the other one was Keith
4: On. No Keith, lie. Keith On. Keith On. Keith On.
9: Like Keith On, Keith and On. Maybe Keith On
10: trucking. All right. All right.
4: Great. Yeah. So what do they call what do they call Keith on for short, not to be confusing them with Keith?
10: Uh thong. Uh, thong.
4: Okay. Yeah, thong. I know a couple of good thongs, but maybe I'll thin one for you. Thanks a lot, pal. We have two open lines in date. Five, six, seven, oh five. Like I said, there's illiterate people out there making babies. You're cursing your children. Like I said before, do a great service at this holiday time if you've named your kid a horrendous, gross, unacceptable name. Put a new birth certificate in there with a brand new name. And number two, right on the card. By the way, we lied to you. There is no Santa Claus. There's no tooth no fairy. There's no God. We made all that up. What? Four fifty-five. Now there you go. We're moving along, singing a song. Four hundred fifty-five bucks up there in Coral Springs. On our way to a thousand, and a real quick grand. would we damn well better do by two o'clock, or else I want to know why. Let me say it again. We got the WQAM van right there at the Chevron station, Corner University and Royal Palm, uh, Royal University Drive, Royal Palm Boulevard, Southeast Corner. We got all that, uh, best of stuff. We got a free dolphin, uh, t-shirt for anybody and everybody that makes any donation to Center One. So go up there and let us, uh, raise 20 or 30 or 40 million then cut the crap. Then maybe even Buddy Nevins will write something in the, uh, his newspaper column about how they raised over 100 grand. You think he'll do that? No. No, he won't. By the way, is he coming up with a donation for us? No. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Buddy Nevins will come through for us, just to hold your breath. Here's a lady in Cooper City. Hello.
2: Hi, Uncle Neil. How
17: yeah, you feeling? Great.
2: Merry Hanukkah.
4: And back to you. Happy uh, Christmas.
17: Did I hear you say earlier that there was a legal seafood on its way? Yes. No.
4: Right out there in the West Broward, somewhere by the Sawgrass
17: in the mall or
4: I, I don't know I, I really am not sure but regardless of where it is isn't it great
17: holy smokes, that's wonderful yeah
4: that's a, a sensational place
17: I would go up to Boston just to eat there I agree it's oh
4: family. that's wonderful
17: well, talking just, of... just
4: for the chowder alone oh
17: my god that's that's good news so you don't have any the when's the where's and the why's no it's just it's honest. oh and by the
4: way I should didn't mention that because my friends at Shells will get psychotic now but it's it's kind of a different category yeah right, no no so. no these
17: are you know just apples and oranges right it's, it's oh that's good They're news they like
4: lemons and oranges
17: something like that um, talking about the names, I mean, I think I think the, the the problem with names is when we start getting into some of these soap opera names. I mean, where did they get these names for Hart yeah. and Harley and and you know these names are the weird ones. I mean, who's, who's naming who's naming their kids Harley? Except well, on a lot of guys opera.
13: want to ride a Harley.
17: Yeah. <laughs> did, uh, speaking of Harley, did they ever get the original Harley back? I I missed a couple of guiding lights. I know
4: they, not, What do you mean the original?
17: They. For like a couple episodes, they had somebody else
4: who was not. Oh no, she's back. Oh okay. And but the... they but the original Michelle, you it's won't see her no more. No. Somebody I... somebody cursed her with the ugly stick overnight, and now she just. Uh... I mean, how could they do that? How can you take somebody who's one of the most beautiful young women I've ever seen in my life and replace her with this with this real dumpy looking bitch? I just don't get it.
17: This one's permanent. Yes. Yeah. Just like what's her name, like um, Bridget.
4: Yeah, exactly. Oh. Like Bridget on a bad day with uh, a bad do.
17: Yikes. Oh, well, anyway, um, can I make a shameless request? Yes, ma'am. Something my husband has always wanted to hear, and I know you don't like playing it, but if maybe you could squeeze it in Mm. Jack in the Box. Okay. Thanks. Have a good one. See ya. Bye.
4: Okay, we have an open line at Broward, 5670560, Palm 560 on the mobile one line. If you can name the last 6,000 characters on Guiding Light who have been written out of the show, we'll give you a prize. Here's a lady in Palm Beach. Hello.
16: Hi, Neil.
4: Yes, ma'am. I can. I bet you I'm can. another
16: guiding light lady.
4: All right. Um,
16: that that new Michelle, she she was the um she was Reva's clone when she was a teenager. Remember her? Oh yeah. it so brought her back
4: they brought her back now that makes it even worse yeah
16: they liked her so much they They must think
4: we all have Alzheimer's that are watching that show and you know something because she did look familiar I thought boy she was the little girl Riva who was only on for a very short period of time because she was getting older by the second they
16: thought she was so great they decided to uh, bring her back that is
4: unbelievable I I mean she is so grotesque looking and the other Michelle I mean there were guys who were just hyperventilating every time she was on the screen I'm sure and they, all of a sudden, she, they got the ugly stick right in her nose. The
16: casting is getting terrible. Man. Guess
4: who else is leaving? Well, I'm sure Holly's on the way out. Dinah and Hart are Oh, leaving. Dinah's leaving. Thank <laughs> God. Oh, God, Dinah. We're back your a new... sandwich. Nothing going to be finer than to get rid of that bitch Dinah. <laughs>
16: they're just going to recast the role, though. Oh, I see. They're going to have a new Dinah, new Hart. The actors are leaving. But that's not why I called. I called. You're leaving out the best name of all. You remember a basketball player named God Sham God?
4: Oh yeah, that's right. God Sham God. Oh, he was he fast. was kin to oh, God Sham God.
16: <laughs> what what is it? what is up with that?
4: What is up with it is that they're the, the 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 more that people are into sports, the dumber they tend to be. The more fanatical they are, the more idiotic and they will accept any kind of crap no matter how moronic it is. So yeah. these jocks can get away with this stuff and people will obediently call them uh, whatever name they come up with.
16: They'll, yeah, they'll actually dignify like it. Keyshawn. What's so stupid? His parent that's not his name, his parents gave him a nice ordinary name.
4: And just like Kareem Abdul jabbar yeah. the Dolphins who all of a sudden had to cut the uh, crap and uh, cut down to Kareem because he got sued by the real <laughs> Kareem whose name was Lou Alcindor, by the way. I I I, get it. I just don't understand it.
16: I don't get it. It's like I mean, what kind of, what
4: sense. kind of a statement is it to change your name unless you do it for showbiz purposes, like some of us phonies? But what 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 is the statement that you're making?
16: Especially if you have your parents
4: gave you a nice ordinary name. Like Cassius Clay, I can understand why you changed that name because it's a crappy name to begin with. But Muhammad Ali, God sham
16: God is the worst.
4: That is the best. <laughs> and God bless you, Thank you. Sham God. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We have an open line in Broward. A lot of guiding light stuff today. There you go. Got to come back with his guiding light stuff. Now they brought Alex back. We want the original Alex back. That's what we want. She was the best. Nobody threw a temper tantrum like Alex. Not even me. Twenty before one at five sixty. W Q M. Jimmy Carter is looking for a miracle.
15: The former president is trying to push puss in Bosnia.
9: Hey, how the hell are ya? Welcome to Jack in the Box.
5: I'm Jack,
9: and I'll be happy to fill your order, if you know what I mean.
5: Uh, I'd like a Jack burger and a large fries.
9: Sorry pal, we're cleaning the grease fryer. We don't have any french fries today.
5: Oh, okay. Uh, just give me a small order of fries, please. Look, Chief, maybe you didn't hear me. I said we don't have any fries today, so how about something else?
7: Oh, okay. Then, uh, just give me an order of fries.
5: <sighs> listen up, pal. Who put the straw in strawberry? Nature did. That's right, nature did. Who put the ape in apricot? Uh, nature did. That's right, nature did. Now listen carefully. Who put the freak in french fries? Uh... There ain't no freakin' french fries. That's what I've been trying to tell you, butt-breath. There ain't no freakin' french fries. Now get out of my sight before I shove your teeth so far down your th- throat. You'll have to sit on a Jackburger to eat it. Oh, have a nice day.
4: Thank you. Twelve forty six. Did I really just play that now? Oh, uh-huh. uh, We were talking. Thank God, during the bit, I didn't hear it. Okay, we have an open line today. Five six seven oh five sixty. No, seriously, that works very well for me. If we, if I play something that they're desperate to hear, and I just can't hear it one more time, it'll just put me over the edge. I just go ba 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 during the uh, whole thing off the air. Maybe sometime we'll start doing that on the air. Ba ba ba, and then they'll stop asking for that stuff. So. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello.
5: Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? Great. Picked up your CD. It's great. Thank you. Uh, I remember when I was in high school, I knew a very dark-complected guy named Casper. That was his actual name.
4: Casper the Friendly Dark-Complected Ghost?
5: Yes, Casper. <laughs> yeah. And uh, about the movie, my favorite movie, Goodfellas.
4: Yeah, that's okay. I'll give it an uh, eight and a half.
5: I like it, because Joe Pesci says a lot of bad words.
4: There you go. Okay.
5: <laughs> have a great.
4: Okay, have a great life, pal. What did Joe uh, Pesci say in that? What did he say? Please don't say the F word. Oh, okay. And he said, another man. Yeah, he said that. Oh, listen, I'm leaving those uh, things down there for you, okay? Your little uh, special bank of uh, vulgarities there. What do we want to have in here? Disgusting, grotesque, and unacceptable. We have an open line, and uh, it's in Dade County. 5670560. Oh, five, six, six 660 bucks up in Coral Springs. I have oh! one so far today. I told you, if we get out of those schlepper areas like Pembroke Pines, where all those old farts are at Cemetery Village, that area out there at Pines and University, by the way, I don't, I don't know what you call that
6: besides crap
4: that's just not our area out there pines and university
6: they got that giant super publics right there like a block away Yeah,
4: I know I know all that area very well there. I used to work at ING right up the street up there in uh, Carroll City
6: it's a hustling bustling intersection
4: no there's no hustling going on there I and mean, there's no bustling. There's a lot of old people live out there. It's like, uh, and a lot of a lot of Davy rednecks probably in that area. A lot of crap walking around on the loose. That's just not our just not our part of town. This is a real good exercise, by the way. We're finding out where you are and where you are not. 720. So look at that. It's zooming up there, zooming up to a thousand and lots more than that probably by the time two o'clock rolls around. I told you, Coral Springs today, Weston tomorrow, Weston tomorrow. In fact, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we go to Weston that Suds probably comes by with a big fat one tomorrow. maybe you check too, huh? What is his real name? I've got a block. Selborn oh Selborn, that's right it's, we won't see we don't want to get him in trouble over there, so we won't say it's from Suds. We'll just say it's from some guy named Selborne and there no don't hold up that picture seriously, if you don't look this is a uh, Suds Coleman as a kid that's holding coffee with the geeky glasses. is that a high school picture? yeah. I'm telling you, man, he was the most good. He looked like Jerry Witsner in drag on a bad day. God almighty. I bet you he's embarrassed as hell. Damn it that we uh, found that thing. Here's Sunrise. Hello.
1: Hi, Neil. How hey, are you? Great. I wanted to share a story with a name with you. I okay. was a school teacher up in Washington, D.C. in the early 70s. And there was a family who had a lot of kids. Their last name was King. and... The mother was pregnant, went to the hospital, but they realized they didn't have a name for the kid. Right. So they are frantic. They're sitting there. What else can we name the kids? They had like ten or eleven kids. So they had. They finally had the baby. One of the brothers was in my class. They came and the kid comes in the next day. I said, "What'd you name your new brother?" And he said, "No smoke." I said, "Well." Where the hell did you get a name like No He said, well, my papa was waiting in the waiting room, and there was this great sign that already had her name in it. Oh, my gosh. So this kid went through school as No Smoke King.
4: And, uh, oh, my God. I didn't, I didn't get the part. Their last name was King.
1: Yeah, King. No
4: Smoke King. No Smoke was this for
1: kids' first name. Oh, my gosh. Great. And uh my wife was, makes me
4: feel real optimistic about the future of America.
1: My wife was a school teacher in the late eighties. Yeah. She had two twins in her class. Toshiba and Sony.
4: Oh, I love that.
1: So uh when you're saying Cut a whole, that a whole we new have plan in the
4: whole classroom, I would think.
1: When you say we have illiteracy now, yeah. obviously these people are reading.
7: That's the good point. Excellent.
1: So they're reading, they're finding these names, and it's creating a remarkable thing. Last note, uh, yesterday was a real tough day for me. I bought your Best of uh, cassette.
4: It changed my day. Thank you very much. And God God bless you. feel much better. Thanks a lot. See you later. No, smoke. How you be doing, No, smoke? That be good. We have an open line in Broward, 567. See, it pays to go to school and get an education, okay? If you're going to reproduce, if you're going to make babies, then at least if you have an education, you might be able to name your kids like a real name instead of burdening them with some kind of illiterate bullcrap. crap, some uh, uh, nose smoke. Oh, my God. Woo! Heavy, heavy yeah. duty. But uh, I'm glad that woman called before about God, Sham God. That, that is my favorite. That's even better than X-ray hip or extra hip or whatever that other uh, group ball was.
6: 800.
4: 800. We're smoking up there, baby. That total is zooming up there. We might get to like 20, 30 million by the end of the day. Keep the cash, by the way, on the side, guys. 800 bucks already, and they've only been there like less than an hour that I announced it because I forgot because we were busy talking about like illiterate assholes out there. 800 bucks for Center One up there in Coral Springs. I told totally, you, I know where it's at. Don't be wasting your time over there in Sweetwater. And the uh, fact on, uh, let's see, tomorrow is Wednesday. To Thursday, we'll go in, like, uh, to where the real big bucks are. We'll go into, like, Overtown. Huh? No, seriously, let's not uh, discriminate here. Let's go into parts of town where they're, like, real dark, complexed people, some of whom might be named no small, as a matter of fact, and uh, we'll get some cash, okay? Huh? Well, it might not be easy to get it, but we'll get it. Here's a mobile in Hialeah. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
10: What about Warwick?
4: Warwick done.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I do name.
4: Let me ask you something. It always disturbed me that uh, FSU had a guy named um, Peter Warwick. Huh?
5: A guy with the same last yeah, name. he had the same last
4: name as somebody else's first name. What are the odds <laughs> on that? You, do you really buy that? I'm not <laughs> buying it. It
7: was Peter Warwick as the other guy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, the other thing is uh, a big what about black
4: guy named Peter. <laughs>
3: what about Mahmoud Abdul? Yeah, somebody Robbie?
4: mentioned that. I, that's my favorite. Mahmoud sounds real <laughs> Jewish in the Arabic to me. <laughs> And have a great day. Isn't that what the Germans say when they're not feeling too good? I'm in a real mach mood today. We have an open line in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the Mobile One line. We ought to send Robert Grieper to Germany. He can just keep saying, yain, nyan, huh? That'd be good. All right, don't get me started on those Germans now. They know how to name their people. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
1: Hey, how you doing, Neil?
4: Great.
9: You know what? What really... Uh, it's strange to me is when they name their children, like, Brian, and they spell it B-R-Y-O-N.
4: Yeah, strange. That's, that's, that's another one? point. Strange spellings. Yeah. So I, Michael, I
9: think M-I-C-H-O-L. Yeah. Or M-Y-C-H-O-L. Now, now,
4: there could be a real good reason for that. I don't think it's all that complicated. Maybe illiteracy might have something to do with that.
9: Well, what about Orenthal? Yeah. Like O.J., Orenthal? Maybe he was the, the original.
4: I, and now that you mentioned, it, I never heard no other
9: oh, man. Orenthal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, in closing, J E T S, Jets,
7: Jets, Jets. Jet.
4: Okay, good luck, you pal. Nice going. But they got to play the Barrels again this week. You got a real schedule problem there, sir. So I don't want to get started on that stuff, but boy, that's the one thing that Jimmy. I say I'm not going to get on that because then somebody will call about it. I don't want to discuss it. But haven't I been telling you, even though I avoid that discussion like the plague, that Jimmy hasn't shown me a damn thing in the time that he's been here. Not a not squat. Well, the chart says you go for two. Yeah, the chart says like you have to look at the chart. Give me a break. And another thing about Jimmy, I don't want to get started on this, pretend you didn't hear me say this, but you notice how he never makes any mistakes. He never makes a bad judgment during a game. He never makes a bad, calls a bad play. It's always uh, Danny overthrew it. Somebody did this or uh, that. Never. The least humility of anybody I've ever seen in my life. And it's always the media's got a bad attitude and this one's doing that. uh... You know, put up or shut up, JJ, okay? I don't want to talk about it, but I just mentioned it in passing. For all the people that continue kissing his big fat uh, rectum all the time, not to mention Gildy. Don't get me started on Gildy again. I'm feeling really great. I'm in a good mood right now. I got myself out of that deep depression I was in after hearing his voice briefly this morning. After hearing him doing that stupendous sucking. Super stupendous sucking. How would Brian Murray share that? 1255 at 560
0: WQAM The Neil Rogers Show Now on 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale
4: It's not just the one to two
10: hour It's a phenomenon
0: Girl are you lonely Do you sit around
7: weekends waiting for the phone to ring So you can just talk to somebody Can you only date after dark Well if you answered yes to these questions You're probably a pig If that's the case don't stick
1: your head in the oven just yet We have a plan for you just call Romance for the Nearly Blind. Our helpful representatives will find a compatible mate for you that is nearly
4: or totally blind. Just one phone call to 1-800-IC-Fuzzy and you can be in the arms of the man of your dreams, And he wears cool shades. So call
7: today. Don't delay. That's 1-800-IC-Fuzzy.
4: then after what at 560 WQAM, I wonder if that has anything to do with those uh, uh, heifers that hang around right down there by the glass at the hockey games I was talking about last week? You know the ones with their petunia pig noses and their big fat puppets that press their thing right up against the uh, glass and their nose, too? Maybe that's what they were talking about. Okay, so some nice listener brought by not only some money for Center One, but also uh, six pair of clip-on sunglasses. So the next six people that come by up there for Chris and Lou and our QN fan will get a pair of those and a dolphin T-shirt and a partridge and a pear tree if you make a donation. 900 bucks already oh! in less than an hour. That's pretty goddamn impressive. Nice going, Coral Springs. Coral Springs, I think, is going to win a goddamn jackpot. That's what we ought to do is make this into kind of a contest. Now, where did we do, uh, the other day, last week? We started out. Plantation. Oh yeah, University Plantation. and, uh, Broward. Well, that was a gimme. And we did about what, 1200 bucks there? We're going to do better than that. And then we went, uh, the day after that, they went where?
6: The Grove, sort of.
4: No, U.S., uh, one and 27th and a half.
6: Yeah. On the other side of the highway from the Grove.
4: Yeah, Grove-ish uh, kind of. And did uh, over a grand there, like 1086 bucks, I think, something like that. And Coral Springs is going to take the lead today. Oh! They're racing off into the lead in Coral Springs. Here's uh, South Miami. Hello. South Miami? Yes, sir.
12: Uh, I have three names for it. I went to school with these guys. And uh, the
8: first one is Dijon Brown. Yeah. Dijon.
4: Dijon. Dijon. Yeah, we got a Deshaun that's a, a driver at Pompano Park, a harness driver, Deshaun. His oh. father, his daddy be D-Wayne, and he be Deshaun.
8: No, this is a B with a B.
4: Oh, b Bijon. B-Shaun. B-Shaun? b, Sean. b. Sean? Fri- uh, b. Sean Frise?
8: Yeah, B-Shaun Brian. Yeah. And, and another one was Hushang Robertson. Hushang. Hushang. And another one was Tukon, and of course we called him Tukun. Uh-huh.
4: Uh, Tukun, Tukun Jackson. Uh, Tukun, two-pack, six-pack. Okay, thanks. Whatever you said. What did he say? He said he was a rich tycoon, is what he said. We have an open line in Dave, 5670560, pound 560. We need to all bring America together, and we can't do that by coming up with a bunch of stupid oddball names, okay? Everybody should be John and Jim and Ed and Mary and Sally and the Nancy. That's it. No more names. That We're cutting them off right there. Now, granted, then you would, you know, in a crowd, you say, hey, Jim, and uh, 28 guys turn around.
6: I'm waiting for a update here because it looks really frantic. Yeah, 1020 Thank you, Bruce and Jackie Ziegler, for uh, putting us over.
4: Thank you, Bruce and Jackie Ziegler, for putting us over the top, so to speak. Oh, Cross Springs, in a romp, decimating the other communities in this town, really showing them uh, where it's at. And the cash, too. 1020 bucks already, and we still have almost an hour to go. So let's see. Let me just uh, figure that out. Boy, that's eighty-six. Uh, we, got, I bet you, with uh, if we ever got those totals from the other seven border stores, we got to be getting close to ninety grand right now. Oh! We're gonna make that hundred, in spite of all you naysayers out there, in spite of people who said, nah, you never do it. And it's a tremendous help that they're getting this QAM van thing going. I think that's great. I think the fact that I held a three fifty-seven Magnum to uh, to uh, Bluff's head and I said, you better get that uh, promotion department involved in this and the radio station involved, and he said, uh, okay. okay. That's what he said. It's helping tremendously. See, you can't do it all by yourself, okay? Sometimes in life you've got to do it by yourself, but every once in a while you need a helping hand. Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello? How you doing, Neil? Great.
8: You, you want to know what's wrong with America after this Bill Clinton debacle?
4: Yeah.
8: It's the good old boy network system, still alive and kicking. You got Henry Hyde, who had a kid at a when He was married, had a kid with some other broad. No. and this guy's leading the whole campaign against Clinton. No, that was uh,
4: Dan Burton that had the kid. Henry just had the affair.
8: Oh, he just had the
9: affair.
4: Outrageous. Yeah.
9: The effing American way. And
4: don't forget about Mary Bono, who sat on the Judiciary Committee and was screwing around for 12 years. And Sonny, uh, uh, that's why his will is all up in the air. Yeah, they are a bunch of hypocrites up there. Right. And it's, and it's, and it's same thing down in Florida. That's I their head. motto up there. Don't screw as I screw. Just, uh, you know... Keep it in your pants. It's the Florida literature. It's the whole good old boy network
10: system working. It's, it's to this day. Get all these damn rednecks out of there. I'm sick of them all.
4: Okay, pal. See at the passport office. Il will uh, officino de, uh, passaporto. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Tamarack. Hello.
9: I got a quick story for you. Yes, sir going back on these names things. Me and my wife used to go to the mall every year, and uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it, it's the Salvation Army tree, where you take a name off the tree, you go buy a gift for a child that needs a gift for Christmas.
4: I uh, know, I've seen those Salvation Army people swinging their bell and uh, with their big bucket.
9: Well, I got this thing in all the shopping malls. It's a big Christmas tree, and it's got these pieces of paper. You take a piece of paper off the tree, it has a kid's name on it. You go buy the present, and then you bring it back to the Spot, and then they give it out during
4: Christmas. Alleged, yeah. Alleged. I'm sure they do, yeah. Yeah. Alleged. So
9: anyway, me and my wife used to do this every year. We take a name, and nine times out of ten, it was one of these Kishambi or Toshibo or Toshibo, one of these. Toshibo, yeah. Antonio. Right.
4: Antonio and Antonio.
9: You there? I'm here. Okay, so next year we come up and we're going to take a name, and all of a sudden the names are gone. So all it always says is boy and girl. I asked her, there happened to be a black lady running I said, how come they don't have the names on the ticket anymore? She said, well, why do you think so? I said, I don't understand. What do you mean? She said, well, why do you think it ain't got no name on it no more? Yeah. I said, I have no idea. I'm asking you a question.
4: you asked asking her a question? Yeah. yeah. She said, oh, okay, whatever. We have an open line. Oh, I see. Those were those the names? Five six seven oh five sixty. Wow, I guess I'm a little slow today. Is it just me? No. No, so I think we're all like trying to catch up with that. Okay, let's go to a mobile in uh, Westchester. Hello.
10: Yeah,
8: Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm a Colombian and uh we use uh, uh first name, a middle name, and then we use four last names. Uh, I'll tell you mine. My name is Osvaldo Osvaldo Gabriel Jaramillo Patiño with Tancur Molina. Excuse me. <laughs> Is yeah.
4: cool there? Did he oui. say Bessoniculo? I think he said that in the middle of it, yeah. No, no, no,
8: no. It's Osvaldo Gabriel.
4: Osvaldo Aramello, Dame La. Yeah. Parameo, Partinho, Pingo, That's right. All wow. those. Wow.
8: How don't do you, I'd yeah, have you to keep
4: track of all that in the middle of those drug deals, man. It must be getting pretty confusing.
8: Well, that's why we need all
4: those names. Yeah, they're a good point. Yeah, I'm not. So I'm not Domingo uh, Javier. Uh, I'm a Domingo uh, Xavier. <laughs> Something like that.
8: Hey, we usually we usually use saint names still. You know, like my middle name is uh, Saint Gabriel. Yeah. And my sisters, uh, three of them, are named Maria.
4: <laughs> okay, but, I'm, I'm, I'm so right. So you might down. enjoy that. catch up. Okay, amigo. I have to this. Okay, trace that call. He's got some bad stuff. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560. I mean, I see, I guess I'm very naive. In my old advanced age, I thought like John Smith, Mary Jones, uh, Sid Schwartz. You know, I thought that's what life was all about. Keep it simple. There are enough other complicated, depressing, annoying things in life besides making a big stimulus out of your name. Why does a name have to be a big song and a goddamn dance, okay? If you don't like your name, make up a good easy name like uh, Donald O'Connor, something like that, Shinehead O'Connor. But all these crazy uh, hyphenated... Uh, it's like that thing with the Asians. They have no choice but to be very highly educated because just to learn their alphabet takes them about ten years. Nine minutes after one at 560 WQM. Oh, my God!
7: Just south of Route 9, about a mile past the cement plant, there's a colorful little place where the good old boys gather. <laughs>
1: Can I have a beer, please? <laughs> City boy, you look more like a soda pop to me.
7: <laughs> You'll enjoy visiting with a local resident.
5: Hey, four eyes, quit looking at the woman. Oh, I wasn't looking at you. You calling me a liar?
0: Oh, no, I... I... All right, you little dork. I'm on a horse with you.
7: So bring your camera and maybe a gun. But don't bring your American Express phone. Because at Cousin Lester's Sluts and Booze Roadhouse, they only take Visa. Hold it down, boys, while I take off my bill. Visa. It goes everywhere you want to be. And a lot of
4: pleasure here, Bill. 12 minutes after 1 at 560 WQM, the Hank Goldberg show from uh, the Sporting Bruiser at 2 o'clock. Now, uh, Chris, the nephew said, what? He said, people are having trouble finding the joint because they haven't said often enough where the place is? Yes. The Chevron Station on the southeast corner of University in Royal Palm and Coral Springs, which I've said at least 2-3 billion times just in the last hour and 20 minutes. They'll find it. we got over a 1,000 bucks already. They must be finding it. They're looking for it. Okay, they got out their spyglass. They'd be looking for it. Southeast corner, University in Royal Palm and Coral Springs. Just look for the big QAM van. It's all uh, you know, dollied up like a piece of stuff. Here's a Miramar. Hello.
5: Hi. How you doing? Great. I'm hearing a lot of uh, racist undertones with the, you know the names today.
4: Undertones? Um,
5: yeah. I mean. What does that mean? I'm just hearing a lot of negative,
8: negative. A lot of negative feedback with these names.
4: Well, I, mean, I think that that's the point of this whole thing is that those kind of names create a, a lot of uh, divisiveness. I mean, I know. I, I mean, know, what, what's the point of coming up with these crazy uh, non-conventional names? What's the point? Because
8: I'm black, and I, I think a lot of people name their kids these names to just further, just you know, to separate themselves from from white.
4: Why? Because the, they hate them. Okay, thank you. Okay, great. There, there you go. There's the best call we've had all the year. It's the end of the year, but there's the best call we've ever had. Black people are coming up with these names, he says. Here's a brother who calls in to say, to, on the one hand, that he uh, he hears a lot of racial undertones. So, in other words, but if black people hate white people, that's not racism. Is that correct? Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you for the education lesson. I see. It, it's like it's like people that 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 peddle this idea that if you speak English correctly, if you're a black person in this country, not other countries, because black people in other countries speak perfect English the way I'm speaking, I'd be speaking right now. They do not ask no questions. But if you speak English the way honkies do, then that suddenly makes you honkyish, okay? And that takes away your black identity. As if, uh see on the one hand, don't pay attention to my skin color this guy is saying, and don't be a racist, but on the other hand, I want to name myself some freaky name or my kid some freaky ass name because we want to be as far away from the white people as possible, which I don't uh I just don't get it. But I'm glad that now we learned the lesson. Huh? Thirteen sixty.
6: Thirteen sixty? Oh my god. Thank you, Sentinel Fire Protection.
4: Woo! <laughs> Sentinel Fire Protection, whoever they are, they thank you profusely, check. huh?
6: They brought back big check.
4: 1360 bucks, and it's only 115 The little hand is on the big hand. It's exactly 115 That That last call, maybe you could sit and you could analyze that for hours. Just thinking about what that guy I could have left him on a lot longer, but I think to chop it right at that point was the uh, exact appropriate spot to chop it. So we can just kind of digest and swallow and uh, spit out and uh, out of our system everything that he just said. I thought we were like all trying to didn't wasn't uh, what's his name that said can't we all just get long? Huh? Rodney King, didn't he be saying that can't Rodney, we all just get
6: there's a normal name.
4: Yeah, Rodney King. Rod. What's wrong with a Rod? If it was good enough for hot rod Hundley. Here's uh Miami. Hello.
9: Hey Neil, what be happening? How you be doing? i be
4: doing fine. I'm right. Hey, I don't. I know you brought up. Uh, you didn't want to bring up the sports intensive, but why is it that in this town they talk about the game coming up a week before? After they lose the game, they still keep calling up, asking what we could have done. With it? and I agree with you, Jimmy Johnson. Well, well, let me ask you this: What else are they going to talk about? You know, when you come right down to it, 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 it now, now listen to me. It's like talking about sawdust. Okay, how, no, seriously, how many different things could we, if you and I wanted to have a conversation about sawdust? How long could that conversation last? And it's the same thing on a sports station. The whole concept, believe me, I want us to make billions of dollars here, everybody to do well. But the concept of a sports station, especially in a non-sports town like this to begin with, is ludicrous. I mean, there's such a limited number of things they can talk about, which is why it's so ponderous and repetitive, and you keep hearing people say the same thing. Over and over and over again. Even if these people knew what they were talking about, which they don't, it still would be ponderous because there's only so many ways to uh, describe sawdust. And the best part is when these analysts analyze things. They all say, if you listen to them, the defense has got to stop the scoring. The offense has got to score a lot. And the special teams are I'm, I'm, to coming home, I'm coming home from the track last I mean, night, and uh, some, some uh, young guy, not a kid, but some young guy calls in and asks Ed Kaplan with a straight face. He says, uh, Ed, you think, you think our defense uh, can uh, compete with Denver in that game next week? Now, even somebody who pays as little attention as I do knows the Dolphins probably have the best defense in the whole league, okay? What kind of a question is that? The Dolphins' problem is their defense. It's a lack of offense. It's no offense, okay? And here's the guy with a It's like the guy, the kid that called the Ed at the beginning of the baseball season. Ed, you think LeBron's going to win 20 games right. this year? <laughs> I mean, these yeah, speak of the Marlins, adios to the shortstop, eh? Yeah, well, there you go again. As uh, as uh goes to show you, no matter who the owner is, you're still going to get screwed. And don't anybody get sucked into that Dave Dombrowski propaganda they're going to put on a morning show tomorrow, and Kelly's going to suck it up and lap him on both cheeks of his rectum. That's right. Don't believe that, okay? He was uh, eligible for arbitration. His salary's going to go from 225000 a year to a million and a half, and they're still looking to make more and more cutbacks. John Henry or no John Henry? They're still going to give you a mediocre garbage product out there, and I'm, I'm telling you again, just say no. to the Marlins, to anybody in baseball, just say no. $15 million a year for a goddamn pitcher. I mean, this is just, I don't care if Kevin Brown is the nicest guy that ever stepped on the face of the earth, and quite frankly, as far as I'm concerned, he's a carpetbagger. He's a beggar. They don't even stay around long enough to have any credibility. That's the deal with him. He's like a whore for rent by the hour. Where are we going? Here's a mobile in uh, Hialeah. Hello.
15: Neil, how are you? Great. Okay, so you know these are real names. I-, I spent five years in the trophy business. So these are the names I got for you. Uh, I can't say the word, but I'll spell it for you, and I'll pronounce it. It's pronounced Shafid. Yeah. S-H. You can fill in the rest. A-G-A-D. Shathid. That's, that's an actual name. Huh. Last name was Day. D-A-Y. First name spelled T-I-M-A. Tima. Time of day. I, <laughs> this, was <the> perfect, <laughs> this was the best. All one. right. This is the greatest one. I, I right. really, I had to ask the teacher to spell this twice. The last name is Kates. K-A-T-E-S. The first name was Lubra. L-U-B-R-I,
4: oh, no. it was pronounced Louberry or something.
10: Oh,
4: no, Lubricate. Lubricate. i bet he does.
10: <laughs> Thanks a lot.
4: Thanks for the good news. Okay, <laughs> how you be doing, Lubra? Maybe he knows Lubra Brasi. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Do we denote some racist undertones to all of this? Uh-huh. The only racist undertones I noticed were the ones that uh, that guy was talking about, about how we hate the white people like Poison and we don't want your names. Okay, well, guess what? You can't have our names. How do you like that? Whatever our names are, like Al. Any black guys named Al? No. There's always Malcolm on the Young and the Horny. What's wrong with Malcolm? Nothing that I can see with the naked eye. But uh, seriously, I mean, there's a name. I'm Malcolm. Everybody likes Malcolm. He's not too uh, dark, not too light. He's just like kind of like uh, light mocha, right in between, just right. Okay, where are we going? Here's uh, Davey. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir.
15: Yeah, I've, i I like to say I do detect some racist undertone yeah have that, but that guy that called earlier about the blacks hitting whites was worse than anything else said, yeah, but a lot of it stuff well, no, you know. that's
4: that's the point I'm trying to make to is that that when people do things that are illiterate, it creates a stereotype, and you think, my God, if there are people who are too stupid to even be able to name their kids uh with a uh, like a real name like uh Le- lemon jello and orange jello uh you know what are we talk- what we to be talking about here?
15: well, it's one thing with you know Americans naming re uh... spelling your names and naming, but it's also a thing like. You know, it's an Italian guy named Giuseppe, a Jew named Gilad, an Arabic name Mahmoud, or Muhammad.
4: Yeah, right. We have
15: no problem with people, and if they come to this country...
4: I don't know, other than that one guy, I don't know any other Mahmouds, though. That's the only Mahmoud I know is the uh, football player.
15: Well, if you go in the Middle East, there's a lot of... Well, Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf, the
4: basketball player. I mean, the basketball, whatever the hell he is, Adorouf, yeah. yeah. But
15: thing is, um, as far as, you know, God, Sham God, I really don't care. I'm atheist, so he can name himself whatever he wants.
4: Well, what kind of a name is that, though?
15: If he has a big ego, let him name himself God. Who and X, X-ray is a hip? stupid idea, but, you know, oh, X-ray hip is just ridiculous. But,
4: um... How about his brother, X-ray? Rectum. How about him?
15: <laughs> but another thing is on the ebonics issue. Yes, sir. See, um, and I hear a lot of the whites, especially southern whites, making fun of uh, blacks with ebonics. Most well, that's like the
4: pot calling the kettle black, yeah. Yeah,
15: most white southerners. Ebonics really is just a southern dialect not a really a black dialect or a white dialect. It's a Southern dialect. Yeah. And there's no real such thing as speaking white. It's just speaking proper. There's, you know, proper speech. And yeah, but we, we
4: she would make fun of Southern whites, but they're not listening. They're all busy on the Jerry Springer show, so we don't have, you know, what's the <laughs> point, you know?
15: All right, and I'll, um, also I'd like to say one thing. I, when I went to uh, Publix, there was a girl named Unique, and I can't even remember the spelling because it was like something like U-N-I-Q-U-E. Probably
4: E-U-N-I-C-H. <laughs> have a great yeah. day, pal. All right, you too. What do you say? Okay, we have an open line in Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty. I guess that's what it's all about—diversity. Do your thing. Make up some stupid name, and uh, there you go. And we can all sit back and laugh at you.
6: I want to change mine.
4: Yeah. How about the, uh, changing the spelling? Okay. How about getting with the program, Mister? I was uh, okay, living in Cuba for how five it minutes. It was
6: written on my birth certificate. What? That's how it was written.
4: You know something? I don't think that most people, as you go through life, will say, oh, by the way, can I check your birth certificate to make sure that uh, that's the way your name was spelt on there? I like that
6: spelling better. It makes more sense. I don't like that oh, name spelling better with a J, okay? Well, I'm going to change it. It doesn't matter. Jorge.
4: That, that's how it's really pronounced. But it's not Jorge, by the way, for those of you going out there. It's Jorge is how it's pronounced in Espanol, which is a disgusting, guttural-sounding, grotesque, but it's kind of like fits in there with a the foreskin. Okay, here's uh, Sunrise. Hello,
5: Neil. How you doing? Great. Um, I think the names that these people come up with are related to their diet. Because if you eat enough barbecued, yeah, drink enough malt liquor,
4: yeah, eat enough watermelon, eat enough fried
5: chicken, yes, you're sitting on the pot, and it sounds like, uh, Anita.
4: Okay, what well, did he say? Something about. Too much bad pot is what I think he's saying. Okay, we have an open line in Broward. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. <laughs> oh. See, not that there are any stereotypes in here. I bet you there are probably plenty of black folks in this town don't eat no watermelon or fried chicken. Oh, and by the way, when you go to the Emerald Coast, you love the fact that they do have both uh, all kinds of chicken, including fried chicken and watermelon. How do you like that? No, seriously, they do. You don't have to be black to like watermelon. I do like watermelon, as a matter of fact. I love watermelon. Except it's all, you know, spitting out the seeds. Mm. Not, it's just a waste of time spitting out the seed, though, when you got a lot of practice spitting out. <laughs> it's a piece of cake. Here's a mobile in Little Havana. Hello. Yeah, I always spit
9: personally, but, you know. I believe <laughs> it. Listen, Neil, I saw your buddy the other day on TV, uh, Al Goldstein
4: on at the uh, Canada. Another, another rerun, another one of those crappy reruns about his fantasies, about, uh, you know, you? him and me. Oh, God. I wouldn't. T- I wouldn't touch him with a ten-foot uh, ugly stick. I think somebody beat me to it.
9: Anyway, closing. The weirdest uh, black person's name I've ever heard
4: is Oprah. Yeah, which does spell Harpo backwards. And have a great day. Yeah, like we're supposed to be Harpo but I, Well, What is this story with her? I don't want to get. We're not, we're not attacking black people. They, all I did, all I mentioned way back early in the show today was something about uh, Keyshawn, and the fact that that name just irritates the living uh, daylights out of me. I don't know what it is. There's a lot of names that are freakier than that, but there's something about that one particular name that just drives the Crap. right out of my brains or right into my brains. Keyshawn. Hey, Keyshawn. It just, uh, it's just a bad name. It'd be a bad name. Yes? 1400 and there's nobody there. You know, if you don't stop complaining so much, Chris, 1400 bucks, and didn't I just give the address again, and there's nobody there? We raised 1400 We got 35 minutes to go. We could probably get close to two grand there today. If we get your ass in gear up there in Coral Springs and stop playing hard to get, all you folks with the big bucks. Chevron Station, corner the southeast corner of University and Royal Palm. The big QAM van is there. Look for Chris and Lou. And uh, we got Dolphin T-shirts. We got stuff to give you. You give us your money. We got the best of the LCDs and cassettes and T-shirts. And a uh, good time will be had by all. I think we're doing swimmingly well. It's uh, by far and away the best endeavor of the whole uh, thing so far. And he's still bitching up there. 126 at 560
11: WQM, you- Neil? God? <coughs> Starting from her feet, you run your tongue up her thigh. Oh, right. God! You get a loop voice in case she's just a little tight. Okay. Then you make the move that makes her feel alright. And then you swirl around and swirl around from left to right. Put her in position for the full attack her ankles by her ears as you push her legs back Now she's ready to go, time to give her a stab That's what I call falling abroad Starting
3: from her feet, you run your tongue up her thigh You get a loop and hoist in case she gets a little tight Then you make the move and make her feel
7: alright And then you swirl around and swirl around from left to right
3: a for a pull you push your legs down
11: Now she's ready to go, time to give her a stab. And that's what
4: I call falling abroad. It's better than your head when you gotta get off. 131 at 560 WQAM. A little bit of a rhyming problem in there somewhere, but hey. Everything else seemed to fit. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir, good evening. Neil, I'm gonna, I'll donate 200
12: hours to your cause if we named the jerk from that newspaper. Give him a name.
4: What jerk? Which you one? know,
12: the guy that writes about you.
4: Oh, Buddy Nevins? Yeah. Yeah. How-
12: name? Let's give him a good name.
4: He's an asshole. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Okay, we have an open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. That's right, we need more statues, more monuments, more tributes to Wayne. That's what we need. Lots more sucking up to big good daddy Wayne. That's what we need. Anybody else that tries to do something good in this town, let's just rip them an ass because we know that really underneath it, they're just corrosive. I love that word, corrosive talk show host, Neil Rogers. Oh, God. Thank you so much, buddy, for lighting a fire under my ass and getting me really motivated to get to the hundred grand total, which we will. Which otherwise, I might have just sat back and said, well, we'll do the best we can and uh, whatever. So, thank you so much, Buddy Nevins, you little piece of walking toward you. He's an asshole. Here's a mobile in Deerfield Beach. Hello. Mobile oh, in Deerfield. You know, yes, sir.
5: Yeah, I had two names. Uh, I went to school with a kid named Cash Register. Oh, no. Spelled K-A-S-A.
7: Oh, God.
5: And also a brother and sister named Brent and Holly, and their last name was Wood. Hmm. It was bad. It'd be bad. I felt, I felt real bad for him.
4: Now, these were white people.
5: Yeah, the Brenton and Holly were, yep. Oh, cash man. Cash was the fastest black kid that we had in our school.
4: There you go. Okay, <laughs> rings a bell with me. Thank you, sir. Cash register, x, X-ray x hip. God, shan God. IP freely. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes,
1: sir. Hi, Neil. Yes. Uh, My uh, lady, before I got married, worked for Georgia Social Services, and she used to keep a list of the most ridiculous names. Mm -hmm. Twins, Formica and Dinette. (laughs) (laughs) Now, another set of twins.
14: No. Yes. Another
1: set of twins, gonorrhea and syphilis. No way. They said it sounded French. (laughs) Now, here's one I picked up, Fort Lauderdale News. This is... This is so sad, but I just had to laugh my head off. Little colored uh, baby with AIDS. Lavoris.
4: Little baby Lavoris. Yeah. Okay, thank you
6: for whatever you just said, I think.
4: We have an open line at Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, yes?
6: 1560.
4: See, there you go, 1560. That's a nice number, 1560. I think I used to work at some station. that was 1560 on a radio dial. Maybe it was WTPS in Kalamazoo. Was that 1560? A uh-huh. hundred years ago, which is now WBUK, Country K, I think, if it's still on the air. Those were the days, baby, in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Oh! What a great town that is and was. Until they took that Shaky's Pizza off, West Avenue. What a great... Boy, I, we love Shakey's. And that's the great thing when you're running a rock station like we were up there. All you got to do is they call up and, hey, can we hear the Stones? Whatever you want, just send some pizzas over. And they would say, "Okay." And they did. Used to like Shakey's Pizza. Whatever happened to them? Besides, they went out of business, just like whatever happened to Godfathers, huh? See that? Now that speaks volumes on the back, because I think they're still in business. The uh, they're from um, uh, Omaha, is the home headquarters of Godfathers. And they tried it down here, and I used to rave. In fact, there was a friend uh, of mine, a friend. I wish he was a friend. Javier on uh, Sunset down in Kendall. Remember? You remember the Godfathers down there? Not down there. On Sunset, out by where I live, near Hundred and Seventh Ave. And Javier. When I worked at WNWS of all places, which was an old fogey station, but nevertheless I remember he came to the station one day. Javier. Come back, Javier. Oh, he's probably old and ugly now. But at any rate, uh that was a great, great place. That was a great chain. Godfathers, like each pizza weighed about like thirty pounds. And they had like the the uh Mexican or the taco pizza, whatever. I think they were the first ones that really came up with all the real funky different kinds of thick pizzas that were like, like a real pie. Not just like a, a thin, like a, you know, a hair pie, but like a thick, like a, like a real pie. With the cheese on top. Mmm. Yeah, extra cheese. You know about that. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, you. sir. Benezia. I got a couple of names for you. Yes. Ahmad Rashad. Now, what was his name originally?
10: I don't even
4: know. No, no, seriously. His original name was like, um. Oh, somebody will call. I mean, I'm sure Joe Costello knows.
10: And and uh, a couple of years ago, yeah. there was a guy in the NBA named Tree Rollins. Yeah. Remember
4: him? Oh, yeah, he's akin to Tree Crawford. He was engineering a real department. big black guy. Right. A big and black guy named Tree.
8: <laughs> when I was in
4: school. In fact, there used to be two in the family, but once he was born, there was Tree.
8: <laughs> when I was in school, though, I knew this girl, dark-complected. Her first name was Bay. Her middle name was King, and you know, like Susan Powder? That was her last name. Soda. It was it was Baking Powder.
4: Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. All right,
8: Neil. Have, Have a great nice day,
4: day, pal. A lot of sick people out there, yes?
6: Was it Bobby Moore? No. Okay. I don't,
4: I don't think so. Ahmad Rashad? That, was, that wasn't his name, Bobby Moore. His name was, uh, come on. All these guys, all these hotshots that changed their name, like Lou Alcinder became Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Which Howard Cosell would never have been as big if he didn't have Kareem, Abdul-Jabbar, and Muhammad Ali to Haka China Khabar. I mean, other than the fact that he was arrogant and egotistical, what the hell was wrong with Howard Cosell, who, you know, was the first one to talk about the jockocracy in the term? No, he stole that from somebody else The term. But he talked about it. He unmasked it. He told us that Frank Gifford was a douchebag. And he uh, was uh, way ahead of his time in seeing exactly what was coming down the pike. And here you got it today, baby. They've destroyed it. They've taken the fun out of it. They've killed it. It was Here's, Bobby Moore. Bobby Moore, like I said, I think it was Bobby Moore. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hello, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, you got the lines jammed with this name thing They're today. smoking it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. By the way, first of all, happy Chuka.
7: Yaman. Yeah, and back to you.
4: And uh, I got uh, five names for you. Okay. Oh, the five. F- okay. Yeah. The first one. I used to work in a bank. She was Lakita. L a k i t a. Lakita. Then we have now two sets of brother names. The, the first set is they're Turkish. Ersin. And Ergen, Ersen was E-R-S-U-N,
1: and their last name is Yulush or Ersen Yuluk, something like that. Urson and
4: Ergen, that sounds Swedish. Yeah. It's yeah. it does. Erson and Ergen. Erson and Ergen, yeah, it sounds and, like it, an old Swede, probably anti-Semitic too, yes. And the other one, no, they were cool. And the other one was, now I don't know, I know one of them was, I'm God? Like, what did he go around telling people, hey, I'm God? And then his brother, I don't remember, it was something God, uh, by God. Or, it was God. Yeah. Yeah, it was some the Neil God, by God. Neil God! Uh-huh. That's all I got, sir. Okay, thank you so Take much, sir, and God bless you and have a happy whatever you're celebrating, okay? And don't, uh, too much over the holidays. We have an open line of day. This is really, we, we touched the raw nerve here today. Do I sense, do I detect a little bit of racism in the middle of this? Do I detect it? Uh-huh. Too bad. No, it's not, it's not racism. It's just that we be saying that, uh, this, in fact, I think that made the point. I'm tickled to death that I brought this up again for the 200th time. And this is the only the only time we've ever had a response like this on it. I brought it up many times in the past, and maybe they were too embarrassed to talk about this. But it is. It's like driving a wedge. It's like driving a big, fat, thick wedge right down the middle between uh, people who like have real names and people who don't, whether they're white, black, or whatever. If you want to make up some wild, crazy, uh, stupid names, then go ahead. But the rest of us will laugh at you and think you're an asshole, and probably in some cases be right. 1640 wrong with that? It's zooming up there. Like I said, we got 20 minutes to get close to two grand, and we got 1640 there at the Chevron station on the southeast corner of um, University and Royal Palm in Cole Springs. 1640. Never in our wildest dreams did we ever anticipate no. that we could do this. So we can get close to another two grand today up there. Are we going to hear from Carol, do you think, it's set
6: a one today? No. I think the uh, fax machine is threats, even though it seems to be working on this end. I'm at a loss.
4: Oh, what do you mean by that?
6: I mean, it's, it, but know, it's not
4: receiving. Maybe it's only sending and it's not receiving. The right it's not sending, it's receiving its very bad. It well, I'm sure she could probably call you too, you know what I'm saying? 20 till 2 at 560 WQM. This, this is a bunch of hooey.
11: All right. I took a call from e the They said the future beast got for me. Now I can't get no job, cause I don't got no liberty. I was talking like an old Negro. Oh. Evonics taught me how this way. Now I can't do nothing, but my heritage says that's okay. Change my name to Shoot Road. Drive a deuce and a quarter a Cadillac. I remember when I was feeling all oh, the
14: white
11: man's got Hanging outside the building bar bomb, the blues out poverty White there was got no y'all told me in
3: fact.
11: So mix bottom give my life a chance now I, I got to go and sell more crack
3: okay, crack
11: keep, okay. crack okay, crackle cake, crack okay, crackle cake, crackle cake, crack okay, crackle okay. cake. Okay. Crack, okay. crack, okay. crack, okay. Lordy, what a boring song! Ybañez makes me sound funny. Got nothing to do with literacy. Now I got to make more money. Labor food sounds good to me. I got plenty of nothing. Ebonics ain't getting me anywhere. Maybe I'll mug an old white bitch, steal a purse and pull a hair. Then I'm gonna take some money. A stereo and the frigid there. I remember when I was stealing All the white man's cars Hanging outside the Belvedere bar down the blues out poverty White there was got no job for me And I thought ebonics would give my life a change now I got to go and sell more crack cocaine, crack cocaine. <laughs>
3: 147
4: and 560 WQM, I can't believe this uh, Coral Springs thing with their center one totals. How's Halcyon doing, by the way? Anybody seen her? No. Seventeen hundred and sixty bucks with thirteen minutes to go. We could do two grand in Crawl Springs today. That would be a freaking miracle, baby. Even more exciting than the Virgin Mary appearing on the side of the first National Bank building in Peoria. And what does that say on there? Oh, the Mickey Rourke lady. You think that is? Oh, it probably is. Well, let's get rid of her right away. Hello, is this the Mickey Rourke lady? Officer Prince. Yeah, it is, huh? Oh, now how do you like that? See, we got a, a much clearer, better copy of that. Okay, right in our DCS over here. Officer Prince.
5: Wanted to get his rocks off.
4: Yeah, see there you go. So save the material for us, okay, sweetheart? Here's a tamarack. Hello? Yeah, Neil. Yes, I am. I have a
16: name of a guy
15: I work with. His name is Christ Estacy.
4: Christ? Ecstasy. Ecstasy.
15: And it's right on his birth certificate.
4: Great. Okay, thank you. Okay. Bye. Okay. How about his brother, Christ Killer? We have an open line at Dade 1 at Broward, 5670560. Don't forget, we got a few minutes here. If you're in the area there by the Chevron uh, Station University in Royal Palm, on the uh, southeast corner there in Coral Springs, 240 bucks more, and we'll make 2,000 today. That should make the headlines on the front page of both newspapers tomorrow, right? No. Come on. Coral Springs puts itself on the map. Coral Springs is more than just gangs and more than just a bunch of snooty people and more than just a bunch of uh, Nazis at Tervella High School trying to whip all those little kids into shape and make them obedient little goose-steppers. Coral Springs is more than that, and someday we'll figure out what it is. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello.
10: Hey, Neil, good afternoon. Yes, sir. Happy holiday. And back to you. Three things. Godfather's Pizza, man, was like one of the best. Wasn't that great? Yeah, you know there was one on on 441, just north of Castry I think the Salvos is in there now.
4: Right, that's right.
10: Yeah. That was a great man. I mean, like you, you know said, something? Man, that just,
4: when the day that Godfathers left this town when they packed up and all the franchises closed down. I don't know town, why. That was the last gasp we had in this place. When God, I mean, you know, the famous closed and Pumpernickel's all closed. But when right. Godfathers moved out, that's the day that we uh, knew we had lost it.
10: I don't know why, because I, I used to eat there a lot. You know, I mean, uh,
4: you, you, it was always like, Kendall week. was always packed. They used to do a land office business. I don't know what That's that was what all I about. I can
10: understand it. it, it, it
4: I, no I, way I, I, I seem to recall that there was some kind of a scandal involving some of the guys with the franchises, especially that one down in Kendall, and there was like a, a whole money scandal thing involved with it.
10: That, that. that was like the, I don't know if you liked it. Was that Bojangles' chicken? And they were down here, and there was a big scam, and then they closed down. Anyway. Oh,
4: I didn't know there was this. I know they closed down. I just yeah, there, there was, was some type of
10: I don't know. There was some type of thing there too, but the pizza was great, man.
4: Bojangles should never close down if they just knew all the Jamaicans were coming in. La La. That's right. Yeah. And
10: uh, second thing, um, uh, upon your recommendation, I did try the Tyson strips. Yes. I like them.
4: They're great. Uh, the wife
10: made some the other night. We had some uh, rice with it, and she put some in that Lee and Perry in, like steak sauce. Right. Oh, man.
4: That's you know, easy. you can do anything with those. You can take oh. chop up some onion in there. So you put it in the microwave for three minutes. It says four. Oh. Put it in there for three. Then you take it out. You chop up some onion in there. You put some of that grated cheese to melt on there. You pop right. it back in for another minute. And I'm telling you, uh, it's great. And it comes also in the bag. Did you get it in the bag or in the little box? I got it in the bag. Yeah, in the bag. You got 18 ounces in there, which is a lot. Well, we used and... half
10: the bag. It's still got another half a bag left. Right. I just need to find some papers. And it's got, it's got the back. it's
4: got the uh, the seal thing on there, the uh, you know the thing, which is right. great. So you right. just whip out as much as you want to make, and you yeah, put it's pretty on. pretty good. It's great. Yeah, it's
10: like you and the fish trade, man. I mean, you turn, I I that's why I listen to you. You give me such so good tips.
4: Yeah. Well, this, um, only only this is a lot uh, better for us fat folks and diabetics to stay alive. Yeah, I
10: know. Uh, one other thing, um, got a bunch of guys that work with us. They're Haitians, and uh, one guy's got a name. His first name is Forrest Ball. Um, he doesn't work there no more. But there's another guy that works there. His name is Dodo. It's why D O D O.
4: Dodo? I'm like
10: I'm trying to figure out, I mean, what possessed him? I mean, like, look at the little Dodo. When he was born. I mean, what at his D O D O I call him Dudu. Beauty. Neil, D- 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 could you um on on that note, could you play some farting sounds for me?
0: Religious cults have become a part of history. This James Jones, Charles Manson, <coughs> Koresh. And now oh, no, this is the what, what, what's
4: the uh, what's the other one called? Is it called Do-Re... What uh, what is that thing called? Oh, there it is.
3: Joe, the man
4: who runs our Yeah, maybe that's who that guy is. Oh, he wanted to hear what? <coughs> that. Okay, 151 at 560 WQM. Are we going to make that two grand over there? Well, I guess they'll stick around until we get to two grand. Or we'll want to know why, right? 1840. Woo! 1840, just about blow my old <coughs> socks off, which I don't wear any socks. Maybe that's why. 1840, up in Coral Springs for Center One today. This has been the greatest goddamn thing since uh, Halavah.